G-E-N-U-I-N-E Boys Boys, a podcast of four friends made better friends through a love of professional wrestling. I'm Derek. I'm Matt. I'm Nicholas. <laughs> Nicholas is here. Nicholas is here, y'all. Exclusive <laughs> interviews with Nicholas, former Raw Tag Team Champion. Got screwed out of my title. How how excited were you, Nicholas? Titles is just a prop. You didn't you didn't look that excited. Don't care. You look terrified. Why don't you take some bumps from Cesaro? One out of this contract. <laughs> Just kidding, I'm Zach. Uh, it's past Nicholas's bedtime. Yeah. <laughs> it's past my bedtime. We don't have the kind of money to get Nicholas on this show. No. Nope. Just oh, Bret Hart. No. Just Bret. <laughs> well, you, fame and just attention is currency for Bret. That's true. <laughs> um, Isai is not here. He is lost in parts unknown. Um, so yeah, it's just us three. And we're going to talk about the big old weekend we had. Uh, NXT TakeOver and WrestleMania. Seven hours. Seven hours of fun. Okay. Seven hours of something. Yep. Well, two hours and about 20 minutes of in-ring time, so about 20 minutes of fun <laughs> between all that. Um, yeah, let's just get into TakeOver real quick. Um, not real quick, but... We'll get into it real quick. We'll yeah. see how long we stay. We'll stay there for a while. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so this event started with Adam Cole against EC3, Killian Dane, Lars Sullivan, Ricochet, and Velveteen Dream in a ladder match for the inaugural NXT North American Championship. It was okay. Just kidding. (laughs) What a fucking way to start off your, like, pay-per-view. That match was amazing. It was so good. Um, EC3 and Ricochet's first in-ring stuff in NXT. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ricochet came out fucking swinging. Um, and covered in lasers. Covered yeah. in lasers. <laughs> it was it was wild. Like thirty-one minutes of buck wildness. E- yeah, everybody looked good in that match. Mm-hmm. Everyone, and like when Lars like. People taking shots to the head with ladders and, uh-huh. like, scary, scary climbing up ladders. Yeah, like, Ricochet doing, standing on top of a falling ladder to the outside, and instead of just taking, like, the nut shot on the, on the, rope, the Shawn ropes. Michaels nut shot on the rope. Like, everyone always does, because Shawn Michaels did it in the first one. Yeah. He does a fucking moonsault to the outside of the ring to the floor. God. It was... It was a very, very fun time. Um, I was amazed, like, because I knew, because typically, typically in those matches, everybody gets like, you know, their their spot where it's like a memorable thing. But for me, it was definitely uh, the Velveteen Dream taking that goddamn massive or 
delivering that massive elbow drop off that top ladder. Yeah. Yeah. Off, off the top of that ladder. It was so fucking. I'm awesome. glad. I'm glad he did it because I was scared. He always does the thing where he teases the crowd and uh, doesn't do it. Yeah. And also just like that spot's so terrifying because like think about standing on top of a ladder is already scary, but then like jumping off of it, just the way a ladder works, that's gonna fall. Yeah. yeah. And like, I was so worried the way he was standing that it was like, he was gonna jump outwards and he just kind of like, uh, kind of hopped up so that it didn't do that, which made me really happy yeah. that he stayed safe. Also when he was, he did like the even more terrifying thing to me was the, had a ladder jammed between the corner of the ring and another ladder in the middle of the ring. And oh did his God, like yeah. somersault Death Valley driver. Yeah. Like while like just walking on the rungs of the ladder. Yeah. When his foot fell through the first time, I was like, oh God, this is going to be a, yeah. this is about to become tragic. Cause like he's great, but he's also still green and you still see it sometimes where he does mm -hmm. stuff kind of sloppy. Like, say, every, yeah. Anytime he's like on top of the, like is it, if he's at the top turnbuckle or like on the ladder, he looks off balance. Yeah, he's got those Lesnar WrestleMania 19 knees. Yeah. He's also so tall that I bet like his like center of gravity is like weird. Yeah. Um m the most memorable part for me, I don't know why cuz it wasn't that big, but like the EC3 when he was in between two ladders and like then who I don't remember who but someone jumped down and like Oh, Killian Dane did the Vader bomb yeah. with a ladder on top of oh, him. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it was just like a little ladder sandwich. Yeah, and then you didn't see EC3 the rest of the match. Yeah. yeah. And there's also someone was on Killian Dane's back. I think it was Ricochet, maybe. Uh -huh. Okay. So it was a two person Vader bomb onto a ladder <laughs> with EC3 underneath it. God. Yeah. Um, when the match started, who did you think was going to win? I th thought it was going to go to EC3. Mm hmm. Um, or because I, I was like, well, they're not gonna give it to Ricochet right away. I don't think. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I was thinking EC3 just because he had cut that in ring promo. Mm -hmm. But uh, I was very happy with the outcome of it. Yeah, I I wanted Adam Cole to win just because I thought that made the most sense mm -hmm. because like um, Killian Dane and Lars Sullivan, as good as they are, I don't think they're title like mid card title guys yeah and maybe? they're not they're not to me they're not win the ladder match guys no and they like with the feud they've got going on like yeah. it's it seemed pretty obvious like oh they'll take each other out of yeah. it and then we'll get some really good matches out of it yeah they the like end of it they feel better as a feud against each other um but yeah adam cole won yeah i i I was thinking EC3 up until pretty much right when I was watching, I think. And then I was, I really thought it was going to be Adam Cole just cause, and it, they ended up doing what I thought they, or at least maybe I was just hoping they would so much that I convinced myself of yeah. it, that they would get like, w keep like win the tag match so that they'd have the trophy for the tournament, the tag titles and now a mid card title yeah, because yeah, they're the, really know, their whole undisputed. gimmick is undisputed era. Like, so put all the belts on them. And it's such a cool thing to do to have a faction that is carrying all the titles. Mm -hmm. uh, and we'll get into how their faction has now grown. Yeah. But I'm so excited on Undisputed Era. I'm so excited on NXT right now. Yeah, it's it's great. Uh, next match, we had Shayna Baszler against Ember Moon. Uh, Baszler won um, the Women's Championship. Um I am going to be honest, I didn't pay too much attention to this match just because I was with people or just hanging out. But um, what I did see was great. Ember Moon's wonderful. Shayna Baszler is a 
like so good at what she does yeah yeah like she's still learning a lot like she's kind of like velveteen dream like she had some sloppy moments but mm. it was still like it didn't matter because she's so good at like the stuff she's really good at and yeah. like i hated her during the may young classic i yep. felt like she was getting pushed too hard yep but pretty much ever since she lost to Kyrie sane in the finals and then now what she's doing like she's great yeah, yeah. Um, was it in that match where she did she do the the eclipse out of the ring like onto the yeah. floor? It's I don't know. She yeah, she is so physically talented. Mm-hmm. And uh, but I, I I do think it's a good good time to put a heel uh, mm-hmm. heel champion. Heels are heels are more interesting as champions, and it was a good balance because Ember Moon has that traditional WWE like professional wrestling style. And then Shayna Baszler is a fighter, mm. so it's it's cool to see those two things against each other. Um, yeah, you say you're right, <laughs> um, but I I enjoy what she's doing. And, yeah. and, well, am I? And I, I don't know. I don't know if I'm alone in this, but I'm still not a, the hugest fan of Ember Moon's character. Oh, you're not alone because no. it's, <laughs> it it just doesn't feel like. It feels she's not being booked confidently, and I, that's why I don't think her character is coming across confidently to me. Yeah, and like she's kind of like she doesn't have one specific gimmick really. Like it's just like a few different things thrown together, and like sh- she gives like serious theater kid vibes to me, and like yeah. she like where she's like acting to the back row a mm-hmm. lot, even when it's filmed promos that are up close, and it like it takes away like from. Like, like a little disingenuous the impact yeah. that yeah it feels like acting where and I, I don't think it has to be that she can be great they just need to choose something for her and give her some help on yeah. like filmed promos specifically yeah. I think in the ring it works great because she's projecting to the back row but mm-hmm. it's it's a little rough yeah and I, I think I said this last week I just think she needs they need to stick with something like she either needs to be just Ember Moon normal kind of person or they need to get full weird with her. Yeah, like full like, werewolf or whatever. Yeah, shit. like they make do. her make her a werewolf. Fuck it. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> yeah. Just like <laughs> Or like do like they do with Finn and the Demon That's where it's exactly like where a I was gonna big, go. like big match thing, but it's not like it's like a transformation into like like having to take a step up, you know, mm-hmm. and not have that be a character that she's like doing promos as. Yeah, yeah. I think that. Well, yeah, the promos that she cut last week uh, when she didn't have the contact lenses in, it felt more natural. Mm-hmm. Um, I think booking leading up to that match with Shayna Baszler, they did a good job. But uh, yeah, yeah, I think that'd be cool. Like she comes out for like big matches with the contacts in and like all fired up, but. I don't know because now that moving forward, I mean, spoiler a little bit. Now that she's on the main roster, I'm a little worried she's going to get lost somewhere. Yeah. Also, her entrance was so. It was cool. Yeah. The, the girl who the hailstorm. Oh yeah, that was yeah bad. coming out the hailstorm uh, singer and guitarist. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Yeah. Um, the next match, Adam Cole only got a 13 minute break before he had to come back out. Uh, triple threat tag match uh, for the tag team championship and the Dusty and, and the Dusty Rhodes Classic mm-hmm. Cup. So it was the Undisputed Era, Adam Cole and Kyle Kyle O'Reilly. Shout out Riley Kylie, mm-hmm. uh, the authors of Pain and the weird team that I love, Pete Dunne and Roderick Strong. Yeah, this was a great match. 
Um, I thought that Roderick Strong and Pete Dunne were going to win, which I didn't want because I feel like they need to be singles competitors. It felt like they were mod, like they were, yeah, they were, it felt like they were in this tournament strictly for the, I didn't think they were going to win just because it was like, well, they're so good as singles competitors. Yeah. That like, if they did, I don't know if I'd want to see them as the tag champs. Yeah. And normally like, I feel like the tag team division should be at its own division. The only time like, I feel like I've liked it has been with Seamus and Cesaro where like they were both singles competitors put together to and they created this their own tag team that was great but like I guess Team Hell No was really cool um the New Day I see I've the, never thought of them as singles the, competitors they were, they were singles competitors Jess Kofi is the only one I've always I've ever I ever saw by himself Big E was Intercontinental Champion damn Big E Langston so yep. like I guess okay I'm wrong it does work um, but with them, it depends. Though. So so early, it was just it felt weird. But their moves were sick. Yeah, mm-hmm. that so that match going into it was the one I thought I was going to care about the least. Mm-hmm. Turned out to be my favorite match of the night. Yeah, there was one big thing that happened. <laughs> so yeah, it was a very competitive match. I thought it was really cool uh, how they had the angle of uh, Adam Cole coming out after wrestling this hellacious ladder match to then have to defend the title because Bobby Fish is injured. Yeah. And stuff. So I was like, okay, it'd be extra cool if they win uh, because they have like a bit of a handicap going into the match. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't expecting it. And then... Well, before we even get to the end of the match, I just want to point out that Kyle O'Reilly was like the <laughs> fucking MVP of the night. Like, Adam yeah. Cole like had, you know, he did two matches, but he was out for most of the I tag match. Never- Kyle O'Reilly did some fucking I've never shit. Seen him wrestle like that. He like it's more like close to his like Ring of Honor in New Japan style like that he hasn't quite gotten to do. He was he's so fast. Mm-hmm. And like there's this spot where he had like two different people in submissions like <laughs> yeah and, the, oh, yeah. and the, the part where he took the suplex like straight to his head popped up and like hulked out and then just fell down out of the down. ring like yeah, passed bro. out. That's such a good sell. It, it was it was sick. And I'm a big old diabetes mark for him. So yeah, he's that was a, tight as hell. He's, yeah, a, hell yeah. he's a really good wrestler. And you can just see it even if he's not like showcasing it. Mm-hmm. He just has that. I don't know. He has that feel. To I him. love his character right now because it's so like it's really subtle. Like he's not like he's not cutting promos and stuff, but like he's just like an obnoxious dickhead. Yeah. Like yeah. he does like the air guitar thing Dude, with, yeah. the, with the belt. As soon as you said that, I. Uh, that's all I could pay attention to was how horribly he he looks like he's like a sign shaker for like a yeah. yes. he like doesn't move his hands like he's strumming a guitar he just sort of waves back and forth with it yeah and like he like he does that like and then like the popping up out of the suplex thing like acting like a big like hulking out like dude at a bar and then like falls backwards yeah, like. yeah. and he's like he is the perfect like slimy henchman for like Adam Cole mm-hmm. like and it makes so much sense. Even in like the backstage bit right before the match where like Adam Cole's getting his ribs taped up, like they're talking to a medic and like they're like, Oh, he has to he has to go out. Like, I don't know if he can compete and he turns to the medic and says, Can we cancel it? Like the match? Like, why would the medic know? <laughs> so good. Um, but yeah, so it looked like Pete so, Dunn and Roderick Strong had it. Yeah, because Pete Dunn hit the bitter end on the 
right? That's his finisher. Yeah. On to Kyle O'Reilly. Goes down for the one, two, three. Uh, gets tight two. On the, as the arm's coming down on the third, fucking Roddy Strong jumps in the ring, kicks Pete Dunne in the fucking head. Yep. Fucking costs it Turns to him. Turns on him. Turns yeah, on him. Does, does the, uh, the end of heartache yep. to him. Just Kyle. rolls over Kyle O'Reilly. Yeah. yeah. That was, it's so good because Roddy Strong is a great wrestler. He's boring as hell. So I'm excited to see him as like a slimy henchman with Adam Cole. I feel like immediately yeah. he turned like he flipped that heel switch on. Oh, yeah. He looked yeah. like a cocky asshole. He like I've seen like I haven't seen a lot of it, but I've seen some like heel stuff that he's done in PWG and Ring of Honor, and like he's so fucking good as mm-hmm. a heel, like because he is like just slimy and like obnoxious. Like he's perfect for the undisputed era. Like I originally like fantasy booked him joining that when they first came into NXT, and I was like. A little bummed that like he didn't join even though like the way he like said no to them was really right, sick yeah. and stuff yeah but I, I just love it now and it's such a good story because he said no he tried to build himself it didn't really work and so now he's like okay I guess I need you guys Yeah, he just wants belts so yeah. bad also yeah. I feel like this could be a bullet club situation where him and Adam Cole end up feuding oh I bet oh, oh I bet. eventually yeah you got you got too many alphas in there. Yeah, but, yeah, butt heads. The, but yeah, now that the undisputed era has the tag titles, the North American Championship, Dusty Rhodes Cup, for whatever. Oh, I'm sure they will be carrying that trophy with them <laughs> oh, yeah. all the fucking time. And they're four men deep. It's like, oh, you guys are unstoppable, and yeah. that's gonna oh, that's gonna make such a good. You can do so many things with that storyline wise. And yep. you know, we still could always get Don Dijon joining. Mm. Well, I'm waiting for that. He's he's a big boy. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, that was sick. Um, then we had Alistair Black against Andrade Cien Almas for the singles uh, singles match for the NXT Championship. This match was great as well. Um, Zelina Vega, like real quick into the match, uh, did I don't know she where the Hurricane Rana, yeah, Alistair Black into the into the steps, like yeah. the the thing that she like. Kind of her like calling kind card. Thing, yeah. yeah, she does like the spike Rana and then the uh-huh. that Hurricane Rana. But like, I feel like usually she does it like towards the end to like help out. Yeah, because it's usually it was, like, like one or two things that yeah. she does. Because she did like that and then um, the spike, the spike Rana, Rana to to McIntyre when when Andrade won. But that yeah. was like the first time she'd done two things, and now like this time she did like eighteen yeah, things. Yeah. Like yeah, to to Alistair Black and now Alistair Black probably my favorite wrestler right now is the champion so he persevered he's great yeah it like it she like just kept interfering and then eventually like andrade like caught her off the top rope because alistair black moved and then like that's what allowed black to like hit him with the the black mass and win so it was like just one too many times like she just kept trying to interfere and then it was one too many times and it like made andrade lose yeah Mm -hmm. which is great um this is a side note on Alistair Black. He posted this long thing on Instagram about his battles with depression and stuff. And I think he, I just, I love him. I love it too. It makes yeah. me love him even more. Yeah. It, it's so good. And like, it was a little weird, like seeing the character Alistair Black, like smiling and went like yeah, when he's wearing the belt. Made yeah. uncomfortable. It, it made it, me a little uncomfortable. Cause even like in his Instagram photos with his, with his, precious cats he's always like still frowning to yeah. keep in character <laughs> yeah. but like it was still like so nice to see like cause, you know he's worked so hard and like he spent so many years on the indies and 
he you know and then him posting about like his his mental health struggles like it was so good yeah i'm so happy for him he's great i'm excited to see what he does who do you think's next for the to title like, to like go for the title I well i mean that's actually a really good question and i honestly don't know because so like I, johnny makes a lot of sense but i think he's going to be wrapped up for a bit i think yeah. so too because it, it would make sense to have gargano want to get that rematch you know for the title because champa fucked it up for him but I would really like to see Ricochet go for it. I know yeah. he just came in, so it'd be weird. But like, he's I, so good that you, I, w- I don't want him to. Yeah, work his I think way he'll up. be going after the North American belt for a bit. Yeah. Um, I think that it'll probably be either Killian Dane or Lars Sullivan, whoever okay. wins, mm-hmm. and yeah. which will probably be Lars Sullivan, I think. But I could see either of them. Yeah. Yeah. And, like I, I think that's like the first test he'll have to face is like a big boy. Yeah, that'd be cool. And yeah, that would make sense. I would love it to be Lars Sullivan, and then maybe Sanity could move on up to the main ski. Yeah, yeah. especially like Eventually. just the promos that between Lars Sullivan and Alistair Black would be really interesting and cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the last match of the night was Johnny Gargano versus Tommaso Ciampa in an unsanctioned match, and god damn. Yeah, and the stipulation, Johnny was fighting for his career. Yeah, and he's battling his demons. He's battling his demons and his ex-best friend. Yeah. Such good storytelling. The fucking metaphors in the ring with the crutches and the uh, the brace. Oh, my God. And just Johnny, like, not... Like, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn do this thing where it's like, okay, I trust you right now. Mm-hmm. And then one of them will turn on each other. Yeah. There was zero trust. He's like, nope, I'm going all out, and I'm going to fucking murder you with this crutch. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, there's, yeah, I'm not holding anything back. Yeah, well, that's why at the end when it's like, he wasn't going to hit him with that crutch. He was going to impale him with the crutch <laughs> yeah. that he just broke. And like, oh, man, I just, this is a match I'll probably watch over and over. Same. Yeah. Like, I can't recommend like watching this match enough yeah like, for like it, there was parts of it that were like not so subtle you know like mm-hmm. the even Mauro Ronaldo I think was on the match like oh what a what a fitting metaphor for their friendship when they were fighting over the crutch because <laughs> yeah. it was like they were leaning on each other for the DIY thing yeah and so it was just beautiful and then when Johnny was like seemingly showing some sympathy which I think was a callback to their cruiser yep. cruiserweight match uh in the classic uh where he was like, man, you know, he almost looked like, what are we doing here? Kind of mm-hmm. a thing. Went to go sit down next to Champa after they had just fought this fucking gigantic match. Mm-hmm. Champa's eyes swollen shut. Swollen yeah. shut. To look like his, <laughs> you know, like, kind of his like, logo. Like, 100% sure that wasn't intentional, but it's so fucking perfect that it yeah. happened. Dude, like, I went to the point where fucking Champa fucking pulled back the mat, exposing yeah. the concrete, and then took a power bomb yeah. off on, the ring apron onto on, it right onto the concrete yeah yep. i was like oh that's e- even earlier like doing that suplex off the announce table like just straight to the floor yeah like, yeah there's so much shit that was just brutal was brilliant yeah. and then yeah when johnny went to kind of sit down next to champa almost to be like let's not do this champa fucking strikes on him you know yeah without missing a beat johnny gargano fucking grabs the leg brace that champa had taken off yeah uses it to put the because he went for the gargano escape yeah mm-hmm. turned it into an stf 
where he fucking held Champa's face with the, the the leg brace. I was I was watching that and I was like, wait, is that what John Cena's supposed to do? Yep, that yeah. is what the STF is supposed to look like. It looks so much cooler when Johnny's doing it. Yeah, step over, step over toe, hold face lock. Yeah. Uh, yeah, John is missing like two out of the three parts at any given time in that match. Yeah. Also, the fact this I just looked up this match was thirty seven minutes yep. long. Yeah. Yep. Which, Almas and Gargano was the longest WWE match in like 10 years because it broke like it broke 30 minutes. Oh, wow. And then like, you know, they they did the um, the gauntlet match and stuff like. Wait, are you then, just talking like, championship matches? It, no, it's like one on one matches in WWE. There hadn't been one as long as that in like 10 years or something stupid like that. Oh, weird. It, yeah. Wait, I thought that Nikki Cross and Asuka's was super long. It was. It was, it like, was still like twenty something minutes because it was a TV. Oh, okay, okay. It was just on an episode of NXT. That's true. Um, it was a very long TV match. Yeah. But there hadn't been in. It hadn't been a match like over thirty minutes on WWE in like a really long time. Yeah. Before that wild. match, and then this one is even longer. Yeah. yeah. They just. I mean, they give these matches time, and they give them time to breathe. And oh, yeah. Was... I mean, yeah. It's what happens when you have a pay per view that has five matches on it. Yeah. Well, it was great. Yeah. NXT is uh, the best. Bret Hart's taking a nap, but he said he gave it uh, 10 Bretts out of 10. 10 Bretts out of 10. Oh, well, uh, you know. <laughs> I don't have a good impression. <laughs> good riddance. <laughs> um, well, now we just talked about a five-match card. Let's talk about a... Uh, 14. 14 matches! I had a good time. I was here at yeah, Matt's house with all my friends, so that was good. It was a yeah. It was really really fun. Uh, hanging out, watching WrestleMania was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, WrestleMania itself was uh, a wild fucking roller coaster of a seven hour stretch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like they just looked at the roller coaster set they had at last year's yeah. WrestleMania. It's like, man, we didn't utilize that enough. Let's do it metaphorically. Yeah, <laughs> yeah let's break everyone's hearts. Uh, let's make everybody very confused. And, um, I don't know. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Um, so let's just start with the pre-show. Uh, Matt Hardy beat Baron Corbin in the 30-man battle royal for the Andre the Giant Memorial Trophy. Yeah, with a little assistance from, uh... From Bray. Um, one thing I thought was cool about this is there weren't any, like, legends. It was all, like, it was all, like current wrestler. Were there NXT right? people in that match? Um I don't think so. I think it was all main Might have been all main, main roster. That's yeah, Which that's pretty odd. wild. I mean the reason why is because the roster's so stacked. Like they're not gonna put in those people before putting in a main roster person. And yeah. they had two battle royals to fill this year. Mm-hmm. And so like if you the one that had like the most weird surprises was at thirty two and like more than half of the roster was injured that year. Uh, that's why it's like such a shitty mania because everyone was hurt. Yeah. That yeah. So that's why they had Shaq, DDP, and Tatanka and fucking Baron Corbin like getting <laughs> called up all in the same one. Yeah. yeah. Um, did Hardy show up in the Battle Royal, uh, Jeff? Or did he show up? He did Hardy? not know. Okay. He didn't, he didn't yeah. show up till Raw. Um, but yeah, it was like Matt Hardy showing up to help Brett, Matt win was, or. Bray Wyatt showing up to help Matt win was, it was cool. 
they're changing his character mentally. There's nothing visually about it. He's wearing an apron. Bummer. He's wearing an apron. He's wearing, <laughs> yeah. an a- he's wearing a big old leather apron. <laughs> he's wearing like a butcher's leather apron. Hell yeah. That's like the one thing different. And I wonder if wearing that fedora in promos. Yeah, that's true. I wonder if that'll build to his character a little bit. He's like, yeah, Bray the Butcher. I see. Well, I would have really like, and mostly selfishly i would like to see those dreads gone as we all would yeah but uh i was hoping yeah like maybe like a shaved head almost like disjointed sort of bray something just like that looks different i think would have gone a little Even bit if one of the dreads was like white something oh that'd be kind of funny that that'd be pretty good uh yeah something i'm I just yeah I mean it's, it's still developing but I was like oh that's yeah. what that's what you did you put him in a weird apron yeah also one of my favorite things on Twitter was um, I bet I bet it's Rebby who runs Maxwell's account yeah but like because Bray like does this thing where he gets on his knees and Matt Hardy stands behind him yeah but that's what him and Maxwell did <laughs> and like they just tweeted a picture and of both and <laughs> said who wore it better and it's just it's it was funny. Um, but yeah, I that was that was a thing that happened. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm glad because it doesn't mean anything. Like, no. it, it's proven that it doesn't mean anything. Like, they they tried to push Cesaro out of it, and it didn't really work. Yeah, like because they pushed him badly, and then like Big Show won it, yeah. and Baron Corbin won it, and then Mojo yeah. Raleigh won it. Like, it's been so meaningless that like giving Broken Matt the Andre title, which or like the the uh, the trophy, which he already talked to on monday night as if it was andre the giant <laughs> yeah which was what i was all i was hoping for like that's at least a way to use it as a good prop you know like yeah versus just baron coming out giving hey this my trophy of big boy uh, like promos with it. it i'm strong i yeah. like wolf bike this big <laughs> trophy boy i'm i'm glad baron lost um and I'm, I'm glad Matt won. We spent way too much time on this match. Yep. We got a lot more to get through. Um, Cedric Al- Al- Cedric Alexander defeated Mustafa Ali for the Cruiserweight Championship. Yeah. That was... So, like, Mustafa Ali's been doing great stuff, but I just feel like Cedric deserved it yeah. after being screwed out of it with all the um, Enzo stuff, and now he's like... And then they had to start over. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, it's his title. I don't care how long he keeps it, but I'm glad he has it. I hope he has a solid run just because, like, I could see him, like, immediately kind of getting lost in the shuffle again if they switch to someone else. Yeah. Um, And I want him to look dominant for a little while, and it'll make it more meaningful whenever he loses. I think so, too. He deserves it. Um, I do think the real winner of that match is all of us because we got to see that sick Mortal Kombat entrance from Mustafa Ali. Oh, it was so yeah. good. It was so, so good. And, like, also saw, like, I think talked about there's that artist Pasta Sasa that everyone should go look up that does really sick cruiserweight art all the time. And oh, yeah. He, like, like tweeted something to her basically saying, like, the watch for his ring gear because there's, like, a reference to one of, like, her drawings of him like that's that rad. he put into his ring gear that's because so he's cool. like so appreciative of all the stuff that like all the art she's made of him and stuff yeah. so oh, that's, that's so cool yeah that, that that match was awesome 205 yeah. live seems like it's just gonna get cool mm-hmm. cooler and cooler the next match we had the 20 women battle royal for the wrestlemania women's battle royal trophy the ovary trophy uterus trophy yeah uterine that thing trophy. looks so bad um 
the ribbons. Why are there <laughs> fucking red ribbons on it? Unless it's intentional. Yeah, I know. So this was almost great. I'll say it's okay. So for, from the get go, it started weird a yeah. little bit because Becky Lynch comes out to her own entrance. Yeah. And then Kid Rock celebration plays, and everyone else comes out except for Sasha and Bailey, who then get their own entrances. Uh huh. There's like weird. They like do the weird jobber entrance thing for these battle roles every year, but the yeah. way they like cut to commercial in the middle of Sasha's and just showed her coming down, so yeah. you didn't even get hers. You just saw that she had one. Yeah, yeah. like oh, and, it was and awkward. Bailey's without the inflatables, just it's weird. It was different, especially at WrestleMania. Like yeah. I don't care that it's a battle royal. Like still, just do something. I wonder if they tried it and they looked tiny yeah. and bad, and they didn't. That could have been true. They also, didn't get bigger ones. I could see that. I also like. I know that a lot of the pre-show was, uh, they cut the commercials for the USA Network, is that right? Yeah. yeah. But goddamn, we did not need so many commercials for WrestleMania while we were watching WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah. But it's so people, like, last minute, yeah. get the network, watch it. Like, I understand it. It's like when I'm watching NXT and yeah. I get commercials for NXT. Yeah. Or like the but, network. But, yeah. like, the network commercials are so people stay on the network. Yeah. So it's like. Or people that are pirating it because they, they know people are. I yeah. did until I had the network. <laughs> like, it's so people actually go by the network. Yeah. So, like, it's weird, but it makes sense. I still don't like it. That's true. The mat, the the Battle Royal is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, I got something in my mouth. It's okay. It's fuzzy. Um <laughs> Yeah, you got the uh, Bailey Sasha moment at the end that I think was necessary. Yes, for, for whatever they've been building. Uh, but then you had the Naomi who was like outside the ring but wasn't yeah. out. Yeah, she that was weird. Top. When I thought Bailey had it, I was stoked because it's like, yo, push Bailey. Yeah, push her because she's great. And as long as she gets some more moves, it's not that Bailey to belly. Yeah, like I think she's really good, and she. As long as she's booked right, it feels like they're. It just feels so to me good. like they're 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 not pulling the trigger on this thing Mm-mm. with Bailey and Sasha. And like, they could be slow building to next WrestleMania or something, but or SummerSlam at least maybe. Yeah. yeah. So Naomi ended up winning, and, and like I'm glad for Naomi because she's like continually getting better and like. But, stuff, but it's also like not. She's had her shot. Well, and the thing is, people mm. were excited that Bailey won. Yeah. yeah. They were excited for Bailey, and then you were like, and then they they're like, nope, nope. Nope. Like Naomi. it was weird. They like had a baby, like the two of the biggest baby faces in the women's division, like just purest baby faces, Naomi and <laughs> Bailey. Like Naomi doing like an almost heelish thing to beat Bailey. Yeah. Like it just didn't make a lot of sense. Like yeah. this, this also we'll get into this more later. But this was the WrestleMania of surprises. Mm-hmm. They loved to swerve us with this one. Swerved you, bro. Um, yeah, this was a pretty good like precursor to everything else we got for yeah. us tonight. <laughs> yeah. So I made a lot of dumb jokes that came true. Um but yeah, so Naomi won. But if it's like the men's one it doesn't mean anything. We got a little bit of build for the Sasha Bailey story. So Yeah, Naomi looks good. I'm sure they'll be pushing her and maybe we'll find out more when the shakeup happens and yeah. things will make a little more sense. I liked also like that though like NXT women's moment in there where they all like yeah. teamed up and yeah. like chanted cool. NXT cool. like cuz it really like spotlight like was... NXT is where the women's like like revolution as they like branded and stuff like started and it's yeah. where it's still going on. And like, it was Peyton Royce, Dakota Kai, 
Kyrie Sane. A lot. I have a whole list. Ooh, nice. Uh, let's see. From, well, just everyone in the match. There's Na- Naomi, Carmella, Dana Bro- Carmella got eliminated first, which is yeah. great. Yeah. Carmella, Dana Brooke, Mandy Rose, Sonya Deville, Kyrie Sane, Lana, uh, K- Kavita Devi, who's the um, the f- woman from India, who's okay. in the mm-hmm. Young Classic, um, Tanara Conti, who's also in the May Young, um, Bianca Belair, Dakota Kai, Becky Lynch, Mickey James, Peyton Royce, Natalia. Liv Morgan, Ruby Riot, Sarah Logan, Sasha Banks, and Bailey. Damn. Um, also, I don't know if it was right after this, but they announced the May Young Classic too. Yeah. So that'll they be announced a ton of programming. For yeah, the yeah. Network that's oh yeah, the that. UK. Yeah, they're bringing thing. back King of the Ring as the U- branding the UK tournament. Yeah. Uh, something to wrestle with Bruce Pritchard is going to be on the fucking network, yeah. which is the wildest yeah. shit in the world. Does he talk a lot of shit on WWE? Um, I mean, not really, but he talks a lot of insider stuff. I mean, and he's like, like, I mean, he does talk some shit that's like kind of in a way that's like he's just saying what actually happened or at least his memory of what actually happened. And it's a lot of stuff that maybe wouldn't want to like have people know. Yeah, yeah. But also like it is the biggest wrestling podcast in the world. Okay. Like it's gigantic. Um, And, you know, they so it makes some sense at the same time. And he he is mostly pretty protective of WWE. Yeah. But he did get fired for bringing good gun to work. (laughs) So... Damn, Bruce. That's wild that he's back in the fold. Yeah. (laughs) Um, The next match was the triple threat for the Intercontinental Championship. Seth Rollins, The Miz, and Finn Balor. This was the the first match of the main. This is the first match. Hot match. Mm -hmm. I mean, put Finn in anything. Um, I guess we should start by talking about the fucking great entrances. Um, Seth Rollins came out looking like a... White Walker, one hundred percent White Walker, and the camera actually kind of botched how gigantic the fireball that like was on yeah. the stage for him because I saw like fan videos and it goes the entire stage like Damn. was covered in flame. Damn. Dang. Yeah, they really didn't. Yeah, they really. They didn't botched it because they were looking at his eyes. No. Oh, okay. Weird blue contacts. Yeah. yeah. Like, you can't. And when did he take those out? Did um, he? Did he wrestle in those little? Matches? I don't know if he wrestled them or not. Yeah. Roman used to. Damn. <laughs> I. I just thought that was so weird. Like you get the loud burn it down in this in the, the <laughs> arena, cold. and he comes out looking like an ice king. It's like, what are you doing, dude? Yeah, it was a little weird. Uh, then the Miz came out dressed as Naruto. Yeah, um, yep. yeah, he that totally. was, and he did that on Raw again too. It's very strange. <laughs> um, and then something I never fucking thought would happen happened, and Finn Balor came out rainbowed the fuck out. With a bunch of what I'm assuming are people from the LGBTQ community. I haven't actually heard or not, but I hope that it's I true. would assume that's why they, they mm. would. They I mean, could also just be extras, but. Yeah. Like Either way, every, yeah, everyone was wearing the Valor Club is for everyone shirts, and it was a celebration feel yeah. coming out. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was like a, yeah, it was a blast. It was also, cool. Sonya Deville is wearing pride colors on her yeah, gear, totally. too, in the Women's Battle Royal. So yeah. that was sick. So, like, it's. That's probably the most shocking thing that WWE has done because it's a good thing and it's a really good thing. Yeah. And they're not the best company. Yeah. So. Even like I, I went back and like I actually watched a bunch of like fan perspective like entrance videos just because it you miss a lot, especially yeah. the way they had stuff set up. And like every time the lights flash, like his name changed to the rainbow colors. Hell like yeah. mm-hmm. on the Titan Trons and stuff. And like that was all really good and well done. Yeah. yeah. Um, this match was great. I mean, 
It's two people who can wrestle really well in The Miz. Yeah. Um, the Miz who can, like, can wrestle good. He can yeah. wrestle good, and, yeah. he, and he looks really good when he's with people who can wrestle that yeah, well. Yeah, of course. Um, Seth Rollins ended up winning. Uh-huh. Which wasn't um, what I wanted, but it's it's fine. It's a good he move. He 100% confirmed my, like the thing I said, like why he won when we're watching is now all the people in the shield have yeah. the Grand Slam championship mm-hmm. that they're like suddenly super obsessed with. Yeah, because he yeah. literally came out and like started talking about it and said, Grand Slam even mentioned like I what you know Roman and Dean beat me to it, but now all the people in the shield have it. Like he literally said it on TV the next night. Yeah, so, like uh, Grand Slam Rollins is a thing. I wouldn't be surprised if he lost it at the greatest. Royal Rumble they're doing in yeah Saudi we'll see Arabia. how canon that show is we'll have to talk about that I guess yeah I'll be a I'm curious as fuck also they totally spoiled that Samoa Joe was coming back they, through it yep they it absolutely just, did yeah it was just like a ladder match for the <laughs> Intercontinental title like the segment so, before he appeared on Raw yeah yeah <laughs> on Raw it was like, yeah I was like wait did they say Samoa Joe and then the <laughs> next thing was like Roman in the ring or like yeah it's like okay like I knew he was healthy and back there's just been like that's been out there but yeah Show him on TV first. Come on now. Yeah, that was really weird. But anyway, that I thought the match was cool. I think yeah. Seth will be a, a good IC title yeah. champ. He's done mm-hmm. it before. Good workhorse. Right? He's never had the IC. He had oh, okay. the US. This is his, okay. like this is how he got the Grand Slam. Championship oh, okay, okay, okay. He had the US title and the WWE Championship at the same time at one point. Damn. And had to like fight two matches in a row at a SummerSlam, like to defend both of them. Yeah, that's sick. But yeah, I mean Seth is great, especially now that he's like healthy-ish. I mean, it looks like his knee still hurts, but maybe he just sells that all the time. I think he just sells it. It might be a little stiff sometimes, but yeah. Um, and I bet I'm, I'm hoping. I mean, again, we'll see how things go with the, the shakeup. But for how things stand right now, it'd be cool to see a, a Finn Seth feud go yeah. until mm-hmm. like SummerSlam or something. Yeah. yeah. And I think Seth's finally figured out how to be a babyface, so that's mm-hmm. cool to see finally. Yeah. He like, really turned around pretty quick, and it feel and it doesn't feel like forced or anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm digging it. Thank yeah. you, Jason Jordan, for getting injured. <laughs> oh my God, for real! Don't come back. Um, then we had Charlotte Flair and Oscar in what might have been the best match of the night. I, they put on a clinic. Yeah, it's probably the best match. Yeah, I actually I'll say definitively, like it's the best. match. As far as wrestling goes, it, yeah, they were they were amazing in the ring together. They did yeah. like cool like new shit that you haven't seen either of them do. Like without it just being all spots, like there's good psychology to it. Totally, like, the yeah. ending was not my favorite. Like no. I'm still still conflicted. digesting it. My yeah. first first joke of the night: Oscar loses, Charlotte cashes in. I mean, not Charlotte, Carmella cashes in. Half of that happened. Yeah. Um, Oscar lost. Yeah, they broke the streak. Yeah, which what was the total day count? Do we know? Five hundred. Bang. A lot, yes. Maybe might have hit six hundred. Even like it was. Look a, it up. I'll I'll take 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 it from here. <laughs> so this is my first hot take of the day. Um, I well, I think it's this is a spoiler for what is gonna happen, but it, I mean it already happened. It's a podcast. <laughs> I think it's real fucked that the WWE had two Japanese wrestlers lose to white people. However, maybe streaks are boring. And maybe they have a way to write Asuka to make her more interesting and more than just a streak. Say, they've because the 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 truth is like if you're gonna break the streak, do it at Mania. Mm-hmm. And if and they didn't do it this it year, be Charlotte, they would have had to wait another year. And honestly, 
now that that streak has been broken, I do think that opens a lot of possibilities. Mm-hmm. 510 days. 510? Damn. Is that the longest ever? Uh, yeah, that's not, Well, like, in the modern era, like, okay. Hulk Hogan went four years without losing. <laughs> Bruno San Martino had the belt for eight years straight, like, at one point. Okay. Like, those are different eras. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I also think, like, so Asuka was... Oh, wait, sorry. That was just the NXT belt. Oh. So, more than that, for some reason... Good job, Wrestling Observer. Doesn't even you're a piece of shit, and you don't. Yeah, have I'm calling you out, Meltzer. Fuck you, Meltzer. Fuck you. I give you zero stars. You get zero <laughs> breads out of ten. Um, but so she was undefeated in NXT, mm-hmm. and like NXT is developmental, and so her losing to Charlotte like kind of makes sense. Like, I mean, Charlotte is the queen. Yeah. Like, she is one of the best. And they've like, never wrestled before, as far as I know, right? No, because, yeah, Charlotte was already up on the main the main show when Asuka So if you're going to have someone debuted. do it, have it be Charlotte. Charlotte, fantastic, coming out of that match. Yeah. Asuka didn't, isn't, she's no worse for wear. Like, she's She doesn't look fine. weak at all. Not at all. And, like, my emotions through that, it's like, first five minutes, I was livid. I was like, no, this is dumb, WWE, stupid. And then I was like, you know what? All she was was a streak. Right. I had to now, sleep on it. Now she can be somebody else, and I'm excited. Yeah. I don't know if I don't know if he'll face work dynamics work for her, mm-hmm. but like if they make her like full heel, that'd be cool. But I think I think she'll just be stronger than everyone but Charlotte, and then one day soon probably yeah. she'll beat Charlotte. I'm sure she will, and she'll get that title at some point. She's got yeah. a great career coming and it's yeah i the the thing i would have liked is i seriously if it, even just a minute or a minute and a half longer yeah figure eight i yeah. think would have done a lot yeah to make Oscar look. the match was like 13 minutes which like is 1305 kind of what you expect from wrestlemania like matches are shorter than they should yeah. be yeah. but like it was still like just another minute or two in in that like it wouldn't have hurt the show that seven hour show at all and it, I, I think it would have added a bit to the match but Everything else was really, really good about it. Yeah. I, I want to go back and rewatch that match specifically. Mm-hmm. Just because I think there was a lot of wrestling that I missed mm-hmm. in it. And, but. and yeah, I think, I mean, and then with what they did with uh, Carmella, mm-hmm. Carmella could not have cashed in on Asuka. No. no. So her cashing in on Charlotte, like, yeah. it made. And we're jumping ahead a little bit. Yeah, to the, to this the, happened on, on Raw. We'll talk about it more. It but happened on SmackDown. SmackDown, there. whatever. Smackdown also, like, if, Man. like, my whole, like, my theory of it was, like, Oscar will win, Carmella will cash in on Raw. But with Nia Jax being champion, yeah, that, like, right. that would make Nia look either. weak. Yeah. Also, you guys want to play some prices right with the streak length? Yeah. Okay. So she held the NXT tight women's title for 510 days. Okay. She didn't have the title at first, and it's been a while since she had the title. So, yeah. uh, prices right rules? So her, so this is, like, her total streak in the WWE. Yes. Yeah. Oh, man, well. And she had that for 500 days. Five, yeah, 523, I guess. My guess is going to be 600. Oh, I'm going to go conservative. 610. Okay. I'm going to go 650. I guess Derek wins by Price is Right rules is 914 oh, days. Oh, are you kidding me? Jesus. Two years six in like six plus months. Damn. Jesus. Because she had only been in 
on the main roster for Last six year. months. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I guess yeah. she was in NXT for a while before she had the title too. Yeah. So something like two hundred and seventy-six matches or something wow. like that. Jesus. Wow. That's insane. Um, okay, maybe streaks aren't boring. Um, <laughs> but couldn't get her to that fucking thousand. Jesus, man. <laughs> I still. I still like. I think she can. Be, I think they can do more with her. Oh yeah, I, yeah. the possibility. And if we, yeah, we'll get into the SmackDown stuff too. That I think yeah. it, everything has played out well since that match. Yeah, I'm, I'm better with it now than when it happened. As long yeah. as they like immediately put her back to being like just dominant and chasing again, like. They just can't do like a fucking Goldberg get lost in the shuffle after losing a streak thing. He, yeah. like, they ended his streak by him getting tased by a cattle prod, and then he got injured on the next episode of Nitro and was gone for like three God months. Jesus. Because he punched a fucking limo window. God. And like tore his tendons. Um, like, as long as they book her immediately strong again, don't waffle at all. Yeah. It'll be good. That was spooky. My house is haunted. <laughs> um, so then we had a match that. Katie, do you have any hot takes on the Oscar Charlotte match? I have a lot of hot takes. I have so many hot takes. First of all, disappointed that mm-hmm. Oscar tapped, but mm-hmm. I loved the hug, and I did get misty in the eyes okay. when they hugged. That is that is a hot take. Yeah. yeah, it was nice. It was great. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. I guess we didn't even mention that, but I I really don't like that she tapped that quickly at all. Like no, like either pin her after like a million finishing moves or like yeah. have her sit in that hold for like a minute or two yeah. and just pass out. Yeah, I mean they had Amber pass out on NXT the night before, so that would have felt a little like. But that was Copy also paste. a sleeper hold. Like, yeah. it's, a, it's a little different when it's like passed out from pain versus a sleeper. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. So the next match was my least favorite match of the night. Um, when you started watching this match, who was the last person you think would have won it? Wait, what match is this now? Oh, this is... Uh, <laughs> Um, Randy Orton, Bob Roode, Rusev, and Jinder. Yeah. Um, so I made another joke that Jinder was going to win. I kind of felt like he was going to, but I didn't want to say anything. That's what I thought he was, too. He came out with that gear on, and, like, I mean, they're trying to salvage something out of him. Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, he was, he would have been my last pick. Like, I did not expect it at all. Um, it was just, I, it was, it's WrestleMania and it's Orton. Like that's yeah, what that's you true. do. I was, I going into it. I was, I thought they were maybe going to put it on Rusev just cause they added him to the match. So last minute, mm-hmm. but I don't know. The match was fine. I, I don't think I paid attention. <laughs> I, I don't remember shit from it. There's yeah. nothing about it that's memorable to me other than gender hitting the colossus on rusev but. Uh, and right before that uh rusev had like that really good run where he was just kicking everyone in the head and then oh yeah had, he got someone in the accolade uh, i think it's bob rude yeah bob rude um rude. Th- that like this is jumping ahead a little bit too but like on smackdown we saw like the reaction 
Rusev got, and I think that they have 100% just accepted he's a baby face now. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think actually him losing this match kind of like helped with that. Like, mm-hmm. I think that's like part of the booking. So like, I hope they just push forward with him as a baby face from now on, like mm-hmm. after this. So like, if anything good comes from it, yeah. that can be it. Well, I mean, this is also might not be canon, might be. Uh, Rusev is fighting The Undertaker at the Greatest in Battle Royal. Arabia. Yeah. So that's going to be in fucking wild. A casket match. Yeah. Um, which there. Rusev, when WWE tweeted out that announcement, retweeted it with a caption that said, Bury me softly, brother. <laughs> <laughs> so that's really good. I really hope that someone in that was like part of booking this is having a sense of humor about all the like the idea of Rusev being buried all the time. Yeah. yeah. That's why they're doing this and that Rusev's in on it and that like they like this because otherwise it makes no fucking sense. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. When you guys said that today, I thought it was a joke. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I was like, oh, that'd be funny. That like that event is really fucking weird if you look into some of the backstage stuff going on with it because the reason why it's happening is because uh, there's some very, very wealthy people there who really want it to happen and are paying for it to happen. And specifically between those two? No, like specifically just the whole event. And that's why there's 50 people in the Royal like Royal Rumble match. Because there's going to be some weird surprises probably. I think some titles are going to change hands. I think at least one will. And also like there's going to be some weird like surprise returns I think. Because like it's like there's a lot of rumors going around of, like of all these like old time wrestlers that they're just like in love with and want and that's why the undertaker is going to be there yeah. and Do that's you... why there are no women's title matches I I too. I'm gonna say there's no women's cuz it's being paid matches. for by a really rich Saudi man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Do you so, think they're going to fucking bring Hulk Hogan out at Saudi Arabia? If I don't think they will because they released a statement about him oh, somewhat recently saying that they hope people can learn from his mistakes but have no plans to use him currently and it was very official in like Final sounding. Yeah. Ooh, that'd be in such. It would be so in such poor taste then to bring him. Mm-hmm. But that is like the big rumor that they really want Hulk Hogan at it. Also, there's no fucking way he can work at all right now. No, it would be like a wave and maybe cut a promo. He's thing, but... really his back and hips are super fucked up. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That's gonna be a wild. The the greatest the what is it called? The, the greatest, greatest Royal Rumble. The greatest Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. And it's on a Friday night. I'm not Friday morning. It. It's on a Friday morning. Mm-hmm. So Friday at like ten in the morning, I believe here, because they're they're streaming it live. Gotcha. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, and Lesnar and fucking Roman Reigns are fighting a steel cage. <laughs> I know, which I'm like excited for, but it makes no fucking sense, just storyline wise. Yeah. No, it doesn't. I'm Roman just is lost. Like a, no, like a smet card subject to change thing. Yeah. Maybe it's a Brock cardboard cutout and Roman will win. <laughs> um, but get like a big cardboard cut and just bleed the fuck out. <laughs> So the next match was another swerve for me um, because it had no reason to be as good as it was. Triple H, Stephanie McMahon against Kurt Angle and Ronda Rousey. Um, yeah, this match was really, really fucking good. I liked <laughs> it a lot. I was, um, I was swerved by that fucking... Okay, I talked about it on here before. When, when Ronda threw that fucking judo toss on Dana Brooke, I was yep. like... This looks like shit. Yep. Uh, but Ronda looked phenomenal. She was yep. the best part of that match. And that yep. throw still looks like shit, but then yeah. Isai informed us all. That's an actual That's just what throw. it actually looks like. That is actually what it looks like. It's just not a good wrestling move no. because it looks like a botched suplex. Uh-huh. Like, but it is an actual yeah, like, it looks like, throw. like a shitty belly to belly almost. Yeah, it's like a mix of a belly to belly and like 
exploder suplex yeah. but shitty and you just throw someone sideways <laughs> yeah but it is like a really good judo throw yeah but yeah this is hot take two of the night here's my caveat ronda rousey piece of shit ronda rousey looked excellent in yep. the ring she like, absolutely did and like she was wrestling stephanie who i've never seen her i mean but they she if if stephanie was carrying her then Stephanie's fucking great. Stephanie is not carrying her. Okay. Um, Stephanie can like she can sell stuff. Like yeah. she can take bumps. She can go. Th- she's gone. She's taken really big bumps the last two WrestleManias before this. Like Roman speared her two years ago on accident, and mm-hmm. then last year she went through a table. Yeah. Um. But she's she's wor- She's a much wor- significantly worse worker than Shane at his worst okay um and he's gotten better but he's still not great yeah. he's just as good at spots um she's ter- she's terrible okay she's absolutely terrible in the ring so yeah. it was not her mm. caring they uh, did some things i wish they followed through with um i really wish she would have tapped out tri- or triple h would have tapped out to there her there was a second mm-hmm. when which is another thing i want to what y'all's opinion on that because that was there was a good little bit of that match that was just straight up Ronda versus Triple H. There was yeah. some intergender stuff going Which on. Which he like, and it looked has said he's against, and if he's changing his mind, that fucking rocks. I it, think it's obvious that he's changing his mind yeah. to some extent. Because like I mean, and, and he was putting the, he was putting the work on her too. So like, yeah. I I don't know. I I'm curious because that would open up a lot of doors, but it would have to be done so right, and it's I such a sketchy area. I don't want them to go anywhere near it on an official level until Vince is dead yeah. and Triple yeah. H and Stephanie are running the company, and then they can reconsider it. Like they did the Becky Lynch Ellsworth match, but even that's like that's different. Like yeah. it's fucking Ellsworth. Like yeah. it that that was very different, and like it's there's moments where they can do it i just don't want it to be an actual official thing until like i feel safe with who's running yeah of course because oh my god like i get like dream booking like you think (laughs) oscar oh my god oscar Oscar aj AJ, are you kidding me that'd be so fucking awesome that'd be so fucking good um but yeah like and then they did one of my favorite spots ever which is where triple h accidentally accidentally punches stephanie this one was an act it didn't actually happen it was a close call but i i don't know why i love it but i think it seems to be like their thing when it is 100 percent their thing like because yeah two years ago like Roman went to like spear Triple H and Triple H moved out of the way and Stephanie got speared because of it last yeah. year like he was trying to hit Seth right and then he like like caught himself short and then Seth like hit Triple H into Stephanie to go through the table mm-hmm. like this year they were like super close again like, yeah they love that spot I don't know why it's just it's it's fun and you know they're like they're having fun doing yeah. it yeah that match was a blast uh, yeah I love watching Kurt Angle wrestle it's like it's not the same uh, his, his neck doesn't move. <laughs> no, his no, his head can't move at all. Uh, but it's it's still fun. Like he was, yeah, he was in his singlet. He was he was looking like Kurt Angle. Yeah, he, he looked like Kurt Angle in like when basically like the big spots of those matches. He still looks great. Uh-huh. Like when he does like the angle slam, still looks great. Like the. Um, yeah. The ankle lock still looks great. Like, and like he's my favorite wrestler of all time, and like I don't feel bad watching it. Like, yeah. I, yeah. like I did like Undertaker last year, <laughs> or like some other old people you see come out. Yeah, yeah. I feel it still feels like Kurt, mm. just old Kurt. Undertaker says something in that uh, on the network. There's like that Mania. 33 um 24 or whatever that's like that's a weird 3324 mania 3324 uh, and jack bauer saved wrestlemania uh, 33 that undertaker's talking about like he just doesn't 
in his career he doesn't want to like go so long that he becomes a parody of himself and i was thinking about that with kurt angle and i don't think kurt angle's done that you know like it, no. could, it could very easily once you've aged up a bit to be like oh it's the gimmick is that they're in the ring especially a guy wearing like a fucking american flag singlet yeah. and not wearing a gold medal no, like he's, yeah he's still that is something that so easily could just be like oh man that old guy that can't let go of the past like <laughs> yeah. uncle rico and napoleon dynamite talking about high school football <laughs> yeah. like it could so easily become that but he still looks great and like him coming out to his own music in the singlet for the first time like because he came out like in shield gear last time yeah and like at um and then survivor series like he came out to his own music and stuff but it was short like and it wasn't a singles match like yeah hearing the wrestlemania chant you suck at him was like yeah i popped hard for it Seventy-eight thousand yeah. people <laughs> but yeah that match was great way better than it deserved to be ronda looked really quick in the ring too which was like yep. what most surprising she did like that roll into a clothesline uh -huh. and she was moving it was like kylo riley speed from yeah. back before yeah yeah it's good stuff i'm i'm excited to see where she goes yep. she's definitely gonna be a uh, good for the box office mm -hmm. yeah i think they're good, trying to relive stone cold with her and stuff right now like it was pretty obvious on raw and we'll see how they do with that i think it could actually work like, yeah, just have Steph have a million cronies come out and and to have a new like stone cold-esque character in the wwe would be really cool right now what? <laughs> <laughs> just true car she starts yelling what it's just too bad it has to be her yeah yep yep, yep. absolutely just but, apologize, Rhonda. Just say I was stupid. I don't have these views anymore. Yeah, that's even a, if you don't mean it, I'll feel better. Yeah. <laughs> because at least there'd be an acknowledgement of it. Like, yeah, there won't be. Like even if she wanted to personally, there wouldn't be now at this point because yeah. WWE is just like it's not a big. None of the things she did were big enough for them to like care. Right. It's the same with like Brock. Yeah. yeah, known homophobe, but yeah, yeah. they're not gonna. But yeah, they just because he was shitty in 2004, they feel like it's been long like, enough. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, they can sweep it under. Yeah. yeah, but that match blew away my expectations. Yep, mm -hmm. yeah. yep. So we had another match, um, the triple threat tag team match for the SmackDown Tag Team Championship. Five minutes, six minutes, five fifty. Uh, the Usos and the New Day against the Bludgeon Brothers. Woohoo! The Bludgeon Brothers won. Whoop de doo. <laughs> yeah, like I, I'm glad for the, the wrestler for Luke Harper Luke and Harper? Eric Rowan, especially Luke Harper because he's such a fucking good worker yeah. and they've always done such shit with him. And this is still shit. The gimmick is garbage <laughs> that belongs in a toilet. The way I and I, I really hope they go to Raw because of the authors of pain getting called yeah, up that'd be to cool. raw we'll talk about that but more later yeah. but um i the way i think of it with the bludgeon brothers is i'm like what little kid doesn't want like a bludgeon brothers t-shirt i i think as far as <laughs> i mean if the wwe wants to sell those nerf hammers they can sell what, those see, nerf that's, what hammers. that's what i'm saying like they're gonna make some money with the bludgeon brothers and if that means that they get on tv and Eric Rowan and Luke Harper get more tv time and more opportunities then i think it's cool yeah, yeah. it is definitely cheesy yeah um and it doesn't even have to be like the name is kind of cheesy but if they like just had better gear yeah. like their entrance gear is kind of sick like it looks like kind of good yeah they're just their ring gear looks real bad it looks like a disheveled cane yeah it looks or, like cane like house show gear from the 90s yeah like you wouldn't dare wear that on tv or they're yeah. going to a renaissance fair yeah yeah, yeah. 
Kane going to a Renaissance fair. <laughs> um, Renaissance Kane. I don't know. This whole thing is weird because I love the Usos. I love the New Day. I am bored of them together, mm-hmm. but I don't know what's going to happen to them after this, and that terrifies I me. I think Usos are going to Raw. I think Usos are going to Raw. Which is going to be fucking cool if they do. Yeah. yeah. They but they deserve to be over there. and They like, need to rebuild that tag team after they killed it this weekend. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> that tag division has never been better. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I'm i tired of them in theory, but then every time they get in the ring, just the two of them, it's, it's great every time. Yeah. They did on Tuesday. It was fucking great. Yeah. Like, it was a great match. This is a weird thing I was thinking of. Um, I, w- I think it would be cool if they... One of the Usos stayed on SmackDown, one went to Raw, and then, like, Big E teamed up with one of them, or, like, Kofi and Xavier, or Xavier teamed up with another one. I don't know why. Basically, because uh, one of the Usos and Big E had that one match that was great. That was really great. And so, like, I would love to see at least those two together. That would mm. be cool. I do, I feel like if you split up the Usos, they're going to No, 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 they'll dissipate. One will it's become a, bad idea. a reverend. That's what happened to the Dudley boys. Oh, yeah. Devon became a, a, a reverend, and then that's how Batista originally got called up, was as Deacon Batista. Hell yeah. Deacon Vince, Batista. Vince loves those Lords characters, I guess. I mean, he beat God in a match once. <laughs> um, but yeah, I. that's just like, I would love to see more of Big E and Anuso together. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel bad that I don't know, remember which one, but... No, I, just, I have no idea. It's just it's real hard. I can it tell them cool. apart if I'm looking at both of them yeah. together. Yeah, I'll yeah. never remember which one was in a singles match, especially when the other one was just on the outside. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, well, let's get to the next match. First off, we got to preface this with uh, Big Match John uh, in the crowd, drinking beers. Having good time. He was there as a fan like he said he was going to be. Hanging out with some pregnant lady from Kansas. I'm amazed that he got tickets that good, like that close to WrestleMania. Like, yeah. feels like that seat would have been sold, but. Guess not. Guess not. Um, <laughs> maybe he, he probably bought it on the second-hand market. Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. Um, Scalpers. And then a ref goes up to him and says, hey, probably whisper something. He runs back. Which also it was dumb because it was right in the middle. I was gonna say it, of it Charlotte took, and Oscar. That timing was so. It took away bad. from the from Oscar's thing, uh, and uh, it where it could have very easily been done, easily been done just before the fucking USO match yeah. or like, mm. well before one of them even like during the entrances or something. I liked Oscar though when they cut to Oscar and how big she's smiling because I feel like they didn't tell them that that was going to happen right after, mm-hmm. and because that smile looked legitimate from Oscar. She's like, oh my god, what's happening? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then just yeah, his run his run looked real weird. Yeah. It was oh, great. there's some real there's the gifs. Just go on Twitter and look at the memes. There's a lot. It's like, hey, parents aren't home. Yeah. John Cena gif. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then he comes out to the ring, um, and is told that the Undertaker's not there. After he was told that he was there. Well, he was whispered something to that yeah. we will never know. That will go bet- stay between John Cena and that ref that I don't know. That's and true. The Lord. And the God. And the Lord. Um, then Elias comes out. That was great. Plays, <laughs> plays some rock and roll. That was perfect. I'm glad he had his little Re- Elias WrestleMania moment. Wasn't yeah. that one of your jokes, too? 
that it was just going to be Elias? Yeah. I think so. Probably. Probably. I think you predicted that. I made a lot of real yeah. dumb jokes. Yeah. And like joking. then Elias, you know, gets just absolutely destroyed by John Cena. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then sad John Cena walking back up the ramp. That was so good. He's like Yeah. And then his did like his mute then when his fucking music stopped, like I thought they played it like had it go on just long enough where it was like, wait, actually what the fuck is happening? Yeah. Like cause it he like it took him a second to realize, like, wait, my music isn't playing anymore. Like he had been walking for a few seconds yeah. before he even noticed it. Cause typical WWE thing would be like his music stops like, <gasps> like yeah, whoa. Oh, oh my god. And then gong hit immediately. Yeah, but it's yeah. like he didn't know it was Yeah, for sure. It was good. And then the the gong hit the Whatever, and then Bill. a fucking Buck Wild Undertaker entrance with fucking lasers. Yeah, they just discovered those lasers. It's Laser obvious because they had so many of them this and, weekend. And oh, and they had some VR they fucking, fucking cool. wild ass 3D shit going mm -hmm. on. The lasers you can do all the time, and I encourage that. More lasers, less words on the screen. Yeah, let's get that going. WWE. Yeah. More lasers. Masafa oh. had face lasers. Yeah, yeah, and hand lasers. And hand lasers. God. Also, those 3D like looking things. Yeah, the VR experience. That's actually you can watch the whole thing in VR, like pretty what? like later this week. I think maybe even like tomorrow is like coming out. Like you can watch the whole thing in VR. Yeah, I, I want to do that too. That sounds pretty Are badass. You, like, in the front row? I hope you have John Cena seat. I hope you're sitting on his lap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can turn around and see him. Hi, Dad. You can hear the what the ref says. And give him a little smooch. <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for taking me to Wrestlemania dad uh, um, you're welcome I'm not your dad I will never have children please stop showing me that kind of affection um, this match was perfect it was 2 minutes and 45 seconds the Undertaker looked great he fucking squashed John Cena yeah. and like he he did almost all the moves. Like, there's a cut. He didn't do the last ride power bomb, which I'm glad because he tried to do one to Roman last year and his hip almost exploded. Yeah. Like, I don't want him lifting a dude like that with a bad hip. Yeah. But, like, he did the fucking old school. He walked on the ropes. He walked on the yeah. ropes, which was crazy. It, uh, he did not do the dead man dive over the top, which uh, I was also happy no, about. No, because he would actually be a dead man yeah. now. <laughs> not the Undertaker. Mark Calloway, the man, would be dead. Yeah. <laughs> no. I, I feel like he watched his match last year and was like, man, that looked like shit. And he completely made up for it. I mean, he also didn't have to do it for so long. I think that was a huge part of it. That's what I'm yeah. curious to see. So I'm, I'm assuming that casket match in, in Saudi Arabia is not going to be very long. No, probably because not. Because he looked fantastic for three-minute match. I don't know yeah. how it would look in 10-15. But like, that's but, also the interesting thing is like we don't know that yet. Like I don't think he'd be good for a 15-minute match even if he was like healthy because of his age uh -huh. and the fucking toll his body's taken. Like, right. Even if he hadn't had a hip replacement, or maybe not, we don't actually know, um, in the last year. Like, he wouldn't be able to do 15, but he could do, like, an 8 to 10-minute match, potentially, like, if they booked it right. And I think, like, this is real interesting. Like, and he looked just in better shape. Like, he did. you can tell, like, he's... You were working out. And it wasn't just, like, bulk. Like, he was thinner. Like, looks like he's done some fucking cardio, which yeah. is promising as hell. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I w that's exactly what I would have wanted out of that match. Just Undertaker come out, sort of tell Cena with his actions to shut the fuck up. Yeah. And then just, you know, disappear until casket match with Rusev. Yeah. But in like two fucking weeks. Jesus. His walk down the gangplank there and back was like twice as long. Oh yeah. As his match. 
Oh yeah. Just <laughs> just imagine the ramp being longer like it normally is. Uh, that WrestleMania 33. But he actually did the whole ramp this year. Last year, he came up halfway through from a hatch in the That's floor. true. That's true. And back down. He couldn't make it up that whole ramp. Like, that's, that's really, like... He was in wild. bad shape. He was yeah. in such yeah. bad shape last year. He should not have fucking done it. Like, yeah. I feel like last year was supposed to be Cena retiring him. And then Cena decided to do the Nikki retirement match, mm-hmm. like, which was good, and do the whole, like... Proposal. Proposal and shit. And I was like cool that he chose that actually kind of mm-hmm. in a way mm-hmm. and i feel like he just got forced into a roman match that was real terrible yeah mm-hmm. it, like because if cena had retired him that would kind of would have made sense like for him to look bad and like it's like hey cena's the, the guy that retired you yeah but, but now he's cool. got a little resurgence and i'm sure he'll have if he has a small run at all it'll be pay-per-views and I hope he just squashes people like for like a year, and if he can do like a ten minute match, then pull it out at next Mania. Have yeah. his last match. Cool. Yeah. Um. Then we had the return, second return in a row of Daniel Bryan to the ring. Mm. Um, tag team match: Daniel Bryan, Shane McMahon versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. This is a match I need to watch again because it's literally three of my favorite wrestlers. <laughs> so, Shane, Shane, and Shane. Yeah, Shane. Trip, triple Shanes. Um, like, Kevin and Owens and Sami Zayn are special. And I don't know. It's magical to me. Just those two. I don't know what it is about them. I There's this dumb poll in a Facebook group. It's Canada, man. I, don't know. I voted for Kevin Owens over Nakamura today. Yeah. Because yeah, I voted against you. I had to go with my heart. <laughs> and Shinsuke is a wonderful wrestler. But Kevin Owens has so much more that I enjoy. I like, and it has nothing to do with wrestling. It's his entire character. Right. Yeah. Kevin Owens has this feel of like he could do literally anything and yeah. I would not be surprised. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, let's get into the match. Um, oh, I also voted Sami Zayn over The Undertaker um, because I love my Scott boy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Daniel Bryan is a f- fucking lunatic. And dude, his entrance got the fucking craziest crowd reaction. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, it was like, oh man, same fucking building as he won the title at WrestleMania 31. Yeah, like, yeah. it was really fitting. So good. He came out. His ring gear's looking cool. He's in great shape. Yeah, and wrestled like a motherfucker. Yeah. And honestly, so did Shane with all the pain he was in. Yeah, like it was yeah. a pretty typical Shane match. Like not any, like anything too like imp- like yeah. impressive technically. He's like mm-hmm. a spectacle. Right. Dude. Sammy helped him out with that coast to coast a little bit, but he really did. But he still hit ring. it, and like that dude is in fucking pain. His intestines yeah. are fucked. Yeah. yeah. And he might, like, you don't know exactly how many of the injuries are real or, you know, kayfabe. Yeah. Yeah. He definitely has diverticulitis because you don't make that up. And they've been making up incorrect details about diverticulitis, which makes me feel like they would have just pulled that word out. Yeah. Especially because it brings up Brock Lesnar in UFC in a weird way, but that they're not mentioning. Like, yeah. But it just means, like, oh, they're trying to, like, come up with excuses around diverticulitis for him to, like, in storyline. They're trying things. to make it sound like Kevin and Sammy gave it to him, which is not a thing that's possible. <laughs> it's not a thing that's possible. They, like, try to say, like, the hernia that he got from that beat down was, like, part of it. It's like, no, that's not. That's not. Yeah. That's not so how it works. How like it works. he might actually. I think he actually probably does have a hernia and diverticulitis and a staph infection. Those are all the things that have been said. So yeah, 
Kid better, was on kid better. fucking Shane. vacation the like one week between that he yeah. took off. Get better, Shane, and also be off TV more. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, Daniel Bryan got to do some cool shit. Uh, but yeah, that coast to coast when Sami Zayn like kind of did a setup, like it still looked great. I think he still would have hit it all the way to the corner. He just helped out. Yeah, yeah sold it even better. Yeah, like man, I just love those two. Um, I don't, I don't remember too much from it, but. I don't really either. I think it was just like riding the emotional high of Daniel Bryan being it was, in the match. Yeah. Like, well, what they did was weird because they had uh, the mo- the most of the beginning of the match was Shane getting his ass kicked. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it was near the beginning of the match they did like the uh, power bomb to Daniel Bryan onto the ring eight the side of the ring. Yeah, and he's like getting like carried out, stretchered or, or stretchered out. So then it was mostly Shane getting his ass kicked, and then Daniel Bryan comes in, gets the hot tag. And what I did think was cool was like he didn't fucking just get fired up and jump in. He like he took a stepped second, in, yeah. He, like he like was staring him down. And it was like, oh, we're about to see some shit. And then mm-hmm. he unloaded unloaded that shit. Yeah, the only thing like, and this is super nitpicking the kind of detail like that I obsess over. Like the I hated the way that like they fucking used camera direction when Daniel Bryan finally came back because all of a sudden they were only showing four fifths of the ring. If you like, if you go back and note, watch, they cut out the very like left side of the ring because Daniel Bryan comes in and like breaks up a pin. Uh, and it was like as soon as they started doing that, I was like, oh, Daniel Bryan's coming back in. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I saw the meeting. And I was like, okay, that's gonna happen. Like that just drove me. Abs- yeah, that drove me up the wall. Just like fuck, guys, don't ruin your yeah. own fucking surprise. Yeah. People were paying yeah, attention. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. Daniel and Shane won, which means Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are fired. Fired for good. Still fired, fired. for Fired good. from SmackDown for good. Yeah. Asterisk. <laughs> for now. So yeah. many asterisks. For good for, that. for good for now. Yeah. Next match, something that we actually predicted and wanted to happen happened. Um, Nia Jax and Alexa Bliss for the Women's Championship. Mm-hmm. Nia Jax won. Which she, she murdered Mickey James. Yeah. <laughs> so cool. fucking hard. Um yeah. what's the storyline still is garbage. They could have done something else, but at least she got her due. Yeah, and like okay, the storyline's garbage. I think because they just took it too far in ways that they didn't have to for the same story to work. And spoilers for Raw, it's not dead yet. No. That is the dumbest part except the the only way i disagree with that is that it's not done yet but it's alexa keeps getting comeuppance and keeps yeah, losing. yeah that's true and so it's like they're and just Nia's reinforcing it mad about it she's like she's, well, she's owning it yeah like she yeah, yeah. like like she like just kept like responding to alexa now like yeah. where she was like you know crying and stuff and it was a little overdone now it's just like no shut up alexa yeah, yeah. also like because it's just spoil it now like she had ember moon come out and be her partner ember moon has a tummy and like she's not mm-hmm. like a typical like yeah what you think of as like a typical wwe body type either yeah. and that's like fucking perfect for the storyline like yeah. have it be someone else like like that like it looks like a real person it looks like a real person even though like ember's still an amazing athlete but like she has like a a tummy that sticks out over her gear like and that's like rad Mm -hmm. uh i'll tell you what i could have done without in that wrestlemania match was fucking jonathan coachman being all fucking quote-unquote inspirational and it like this is for everybody who's ever had someone say a negative word against them or whatever it's like coach you're 
Coach, Coach, you're a pe- I fucking hate you, Coach. Shut up, Coach. Coach is fucking. I really think Coach is drunk. I like, just, I just think he's bad at his job. But he hasn't always been. That's like the wild thing. Is like he hasn't always been this bad. We just watched the Royal Rumble. We did just watch, and it was exactly the same. It's true. Just like he would just say like something incredibly obvious. Yeah. Like that's without true. any like hyperbole or any like. He he does he has the voice of an announcer like it's his voice lends itself well to what he's doing it's just it, I I don't think he, he adds much to anything mm. going on no I really yeah I don't I get why they brought him back he's an ESPN name that was originally from WWE I actually remember the first time I was watching ESPN news on the ESPN news channel the like D show of ESPN mm-hmm. and all of a sudden coach was on it and I was like what the fuck yeah. why is why is the wrestling man yeah, on yeah. the sports TV hey, wrestle man why are you on the sports <laughs> um, also Naya the finisher Naya did the like second rope Samoan Samoan yeah. drop oh, yeah. was fucking brutal yeah. and great yeah, and she didn't hurt Alexa, so good on you, Naya. Mm. And she looked fucking great doing it. She did. She also, uh, I think Danielle made a really cool point. Uh, Danielle Tyson fights of like this is a great like best friends like uplifting best friends because like they are in real life still mm-hmm. best friends and like they both get to like headline WrestleMania and yep, have this together. amazing match against each other. Yeah, like that's beautiful. That's sure. rad. Mm-hmm. Also, I saw Nia actually like post a thing on social media about like her ring gear and like. How she hasn't like had the confidence to wear it yet yeah. before, and like I thought that was so fucking rad because her old ring gear was never great, and yeah. but I also understand like why it was that way because she's yeah. like working up her like confidence, and that's really hard. So yeah. I was really glad that she was able to premiere it that way, and like and is mm-hmm. wore it the next night on Raw, so she's like, yeah. going forward with it. Yeah, yeah, she looked awesome. And uh, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm I'm a, I'm a fan of Nia Jax. I'm excited mm-hmm. to see what she does. I think as she's a, a great wrestler. I think she's pretty good in the ring. You know. <laughs> And uh, I, he's not here to yeah. oh, I disagree with you. Oh, East, no, Eastside texted me. He said he agrees. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, no, I, he did. He sure I guess shit. he's not here. We can say a lot of he things. He sure shit didn't do that. Um, <laughs> but I, I, I mean, just as far as having a, a, a very threatening uh, title holder after we had Alexa, who was kind of more of like a cowardly title holder, I think mm-hmm. will be a cool dynamic change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. And I think Nia can be carried to, to good matches with like people who can work, and hopefully she'll be motivated to kick it into gear. And yeah, and I think she is, and like she like, but she kind of has the brawn problem where she doesn't need to be great. No, she really doesn't. Like monster, yeah, it's really hard to book monster like monster characters like people are just much bigger like in interesting ways but like i don't know i she i hope she still keeps improving because i think she is and like i thought this match was solid like not great but solid Mm -hmm. because neither of them are great workers yeah they're both great characters i think yeah the thing that's weird with naya is that she's like built and or booked as a a monster character but she's a babyface champion now with like a message of like body positivity mm-hmm. stuff which i think is a cool dynamic because it's like she's still an intimidating scary character but also very like inclusive and like welcoming yeah character and that's pretty uh that's something that you don't fucking see no we're kind of seeing like not exactly the same but we're kind of seeing two monster baby faces in like yeah. different ways than we've ever seen yeah. at the same time right now yeah yeah you know, one. With Braun? With Braun, yeah. And on NXT, you got Lars Sullivan, who's like this very educated monster character, mm, like yeah. very uh, like smart sounding. At yeah. Least. Big well, and with in NXT, the heel face dynamics are 
very muddled with that. Like Killian Dane doesn't really feel heelish. I think Sanity was face for a while. Sanity right? is they're still baby faces. Like they turned face like against Authors of Pain. Yeah. Like earlier this year. And like, Lars Sullivan isn't really face or heel. He's I neither. think it's just two big boys fighting. Yeah. So a couple of hosses. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that match was cool. Yeah, uh, and yeah, new uh, new Raw Women's Champion. Hell yeah, I'm excited to see what they do with it. Me too. Then we had the match everyone was waiting for all night: AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura. And first of all, let's talk about that fucking shreddy ass entrance. The entrance of the night, Nakamura. Uh, the ah. guitarist of Alice Cooper. Yep. I thought that was, for some reason, when I saw a white girl with a guitar, I just assumed it was going to be AJ Styles' entrance in a real weird way. <laughs> yeah. Um, Even though he has fucking rap music. <laughs> hey, that's why I thought it was going to be weird. And then she starts shredding, playing the violin riff on the guitar. Uh-huh. Then there's an orc, there's like a bunch of violins. Then there's a fucking 12 drum sets. Yeah, yeah. It, was like, it was a bunch of teenagers. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm wondering who that, who they were. Probably some New Orleans high school band. Yeah, yeah. probably, uh, which is fucking crazy. I also found out, like, she's a gigantic WWE yeah. fan. Like, she had been at NXT the night before, but, like, Mick Foley actually, like, posted this really long thing about, like, how he's, like, gotten he to know her it. and be friends with her and stuff. And, like, she wears, like, Cactus Jack shirts on stage a lot. And, That's like, rad. It's, like, a really, it was, like, a huge deal to her to, like, meet him and stuff. Like, awesome. she's a huge fan. So that was yeah. rad for her. Also, I love all these big, big stars having women in their bands. Like Alice yeah. Cooper having like this guitarist that fucking kicks ass. Yeah, he like, actually has for Andrew, a very long time. Andrew WK rad. had like three, yeah. two or three women on stage, including his wife, who's the hype, the hype lady. Oh, is she oh, the really? keyboardist? Yeah, the one that like wears like the swimsuit looking gear and like jumps around a lot. Oh yeah, yeah, that's Andrew WK's wife. Hell yeah, oh, that's cool. No, that's amazing. Shout out to Max Fun uh, donor content for me getting to listen to a very long interview with him last night. Nice. Oh really? <laughs> um, but yeah, like I just think I think that's rad. That's a side note. Um, so yeah, let's get into this match. Um, twenty minutes long. And the I'll say too from the get go, the crowd was tapped out. Yeah. Already. It was well, a this was event. match 12 of 14. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I was a, a little let down by this match as far as what I was. I, 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 wonder I did if, it to myself because I, I had built up a lot of expectations. Yeah. Yep. I wonder if you watch it isolated, if it'll fe- it would feel different. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I think it was still a good match. Yeah. But it just wasn't. I mean, it wasn't the New Japan match. And, like, mm-hmm. it was disappointing in some ways until after the match which was right. the great man, one of my favorite moments of the night that's, yeah. that's the thing I remember from the match was what happened after that's, I, I was just don't really be. remember the match no there was a lot of groundwork like they were really yeah they did a lot of like normal wrestling yeah like, which it, was cool it was like the pace for a 30 minute match but it was a 20 minute match yeah, yeah exactly they, they did that they felt each other out for a lot longer than they should have uh, as far as like at the beginning when they sort of like were like circling each other mm-hmm. kind of a thing where I, I they should have just like gone fucking right at it if it was me I mean they're the professionals of course but like I don't know but it was after the match that made the fucking whole yeah so after the match AJ Styles won again racist um mm-hmm. however 
probably the best thing that happened to Nakamura happened. He punched him in the balls. Yeah, he like acted homophobic... like he was like giving him the title and like doing the exact same show of respect that Oscar was. And yeah. that I was like, holy fuck, are they having two Japanese wrestlers like like kneel down, kneel geez. down and like yeah. show signs of respect to white southern yeah wrestlers but no shinsuke then shinsuke punched him in the dick for the gay community ball, yeah. ball shot at him learned from his fucking chaos co-founder uh oh my god why am i goto nope not goto the guy that punches people in the balls in japan <laughs> um i'll figure it out so now we have a full heel nakamura which again hot take um while I wasn't initially happy with this finish, and again, I think it's fucked that WWE had two white people beat two Japanese people. Mm-hmm. Full heel Nakamura means we're going to get the Nakamura that we know he can be. I He was a heel in New Japan, right? Um, in Chaos, he was, like, times. he was cocky as fuck. Chaos, yeah, he would... Like he was a tweener, so like he'd be like he was heel against Kota Ibushi, but he was face against AJ. Like okay. it just depend. He was just cocky and like he was just in his own yeah realm. So like, um, I just I feel like he has that look. Mm. Like and then he came out on SmackDown in like full anime heel gear. Oh my god! And that like, oh that interview they did that Renee did with him <laughs> was, so was amazing. Uh, Yano is the guy I'm thinking. Oh of. okay, uh, the guy that ties people up in tape and punches them in the balls. Oh. And tries to sell his DVDs in every match. It's the, <laughs> the best. Um, but yeah, like I'm so because Nakamura kind of he's great in the ring. They didn't give him much to do. He was kind of like character wise, kind of boring. Yeah. And now he's a heel, so he and can it, be it makes, a character. It makes all the sense in the world yeah. to have yeah. him be a heel right now. Um I I hope they keep him and AJ together, but they don't have to. I feel like they will until at least Backlash or Summer. It'll be him and AJ and in, in, in Bry working. You think I so? Think. Yeah. I, I think mean yeah. But I don't know. I was, I was already a little like confused about WrestleMania at this point. <laughs> yeah, it was a confusing show. show. Yeah. And so by the time that happened, uh, that was a little bit of an uplift for me. Like when AJ or when Shinsuke turned on him, because I was already so pumped on Roddy's heel turn the night before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, they're doing another one. They're giving us two. <laughs> lucky us. It was great. Lucky, lucky us. But yeah. That was a good match. I like I like both those boys as wrestlers. I'm excited. I like I'm one so- of them as a person, and it's not AJ Styles. <laughs> um, <laughs> when they do inevitably have their next match, I hope it's the fucking barn burner that WrestleMania. I think it be. will. Yeah, be. and maybe that's what they didn't want to do everything for their first match. Also, they just didn't have time show. to. It's true, and you had yeah. two and a match with two baby faces is there's nothing too exciting about it. Yeah, but now like, you got a full blown asshole. The story of this match was we just want to perform with each other at our best. Yeah, and now it's gonna be no, I want your title, I want you dead, mm-hmm. I'm a bad guy, you're a southern, yeah, boy, <laughs> with the farm strength. <laughs> Thank uh, you. Ain't uh, nobody breaking this. Especially like it, that was the second like babyface versus babyface match on this same WrestleMania because we already had Ali versus Cedric like mm-hmm. yeah in the pre-show so yeah. yeah well some people tried to tell us 
tell me that there weren't any gimmick matches. There well, weren't. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. We had probably one of the weirdest matches I've ever seen. I would say one of the weirdest things wrestling. I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. I still don't know what the fuck any of you are talking Cesaro about. Cesaro and Sheamus <laughs> against Braun Strowman comes out with a bucket of chicken, dips his fingers in the gravy, sits on his double toilet. <laughs> Takes a big old gravy dump. Uh, occasionally, I keep forgetting about the Licks fact the that... Likes the gravy off his fingies. Fills up the Pepsi dumpster. Yeah. <laughs> I keep forgetting about those facts. Because I'm like, how can this be real? This must be a dream. It was a long show. Yeah. And then he washes his hands and goes out into the crowd to look for a partner. Okay, well, first, actually, though, he pushed a Mardi Gras float off the stage. That was sick. And chased away a bunch of, like... People in costumes. People in costumes who, I think, were amazing. I wish he had chosen one of them at some level. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But how terrified they were of him was great. It was wonderful. They looked like the, the, like, Mr. Rogers puppets. Yeah, totally. That Mm. scared me. Um, But full human size. Yeah. (laughs) Extra terrifying. So yeah, he comes onto the crowd, walks past no way. Well, Jose. So what he, what he does, what he does is he stands in the ring and he's like, "I everybody I know wants to know who my partner's gonna be." It wasn't Brain. It wasn't Brain Strowman, uh, and he was like, "And it's not one of the people in the back. It's one of you." And he points out into the WWE universe in a thing, a segment that was way too long. Yeah, yeah, like, that that was too long. Who wants to be my partner? Yeah, and yeah, apparently fucking Tanahashi was like pointing at himself, and like Tanahashi's whole gang was like trying to fucking get it. fucking yeah. Minoru Suzuki, Suzuki was, was in in like the crowd. I, well, and at that point, I was like, "Who's he gonna pick?" Yeah, and then we watched him walk past what? No Way Jose, and I was like, "Oh, well, that would have been a pick." That I, was really unfortunate I, that they caught No Way Jose on camera. Yeah. <laughs> I really thought it would have been cool if that was a way to call someone up. That's what I thought they were gonna do, um, mm-hmm. but no, well, they did. Well, they did. Yeah, that's he true. Skipped a bunch of grades. They chose a fourth grader named Nicholas. Yeah, the he, most the the best new addition to the roster what in was your, years. What was your gut reaction when he's walking through the crowd for a long time and then goes you, and then you see a fucking thirteen year old boy? No, if, if that walking fourth up, grade, fourth grade. I think that's kayfabe, dude. I think he's a, he's a little older. He's like he's booked. Like, he's booked fourth grade, like, but he's really about six. This has to be <laughs> fake. That's what I thought. But he was so like awkward and yeah. like nervous yeah. that it was like it seemed random. Especially as hell. because like they kept doing these close up shots where he's like holding the rope and it looked like he was shaking because the, <laughs> the rope, rope was shaking from someone hitting yeah. it. And it, yeah. it looked like he was like shivering Terrified. in fear. Yeah. Like, Which everyone should be getting in the ring with Sheamus. He's not very safe. Yeah. <laughs> um, they made such a point to avoid that side of the ring yeah. that Nicholas yeah. was on. Yeah. Well, and if you notice, the ref was... His, yeah. his dad. Yeah. So I don't know what you're re- talking about. We don't know who's dad was. <laughs> the ref was like... Keeping in between the wrestlers and him, yeah, yeah. and it was it was his dad, yeah. It's so John, like senior referee John Cone's son, like I don't know what that kid had to do to do that, or like what that dad had to do to do that, but that's really sweet of him to do for his son. As much as he didn't look excited, I'm uh, sure on the inside he was. I 100 extremely excited. Agree with you that it was a sweet moment and that it was uh, it was a WrestleMania like. It was a it was a moment of fantasy for sure. Yeah, it was goddamn horse shit to do to the the tag team division on Raw. But 
they kind of already have already dead anyway? they already did that with the booking of the bar beating everyone yeah like i feel like i i agree that i mean it, it buries and the do division not get me wrong i am a mark for nicholas i'm the biggest <laughs> mark for nicholas me wrong. after monday night i'm the biggest fucking mark do, for nicholas yeah. that dude won my my heart forever i, I have, have nicholas shirts him. i yeah i would buy his merch i will buy a nicholas shirt um but like the way they booked the bar already, like beating the revival, beating literally everyone. The whole angle was we've beaten everyone. That already buried the division. Like, it's true, and there, like that, it, no, totally. And the aftermath of it on Raw, where they, I mean, spoiler alert: Nicholas won't be back on TV because he has school. Fucking bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> but now that quit the title, your, quit school, drop out, Nicholas. But now that the titles. Uh, have been relinquished and vacated it adds an element of like uh, a fresh start yeah they're they're definitely like hitting a hard reset on the whole division like they're doing the tournament like for and it just took the magic of one little boy as long as the fucking bar doesn't win the title again yeah like, they win that rematch it. then i will just be like no. what the fuck are you doing yeah, yeah. um so yeah braun won which was Cool. Braun and Nicholas. And, and, oh, and his tag team partner, <laughs> Nicholas. Nicholas. <laughs> I love on Wikipedia it says Braun Strowman and Nicholas defeated Seamus and yeah. Cesaro with, yeah. note, Nicholas is a 10-year-old child that Braun Strowman found out of the crowd. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> that, that kid kidnapped. <laughs> that kid's going to be popular. And that kid did a great job of not seeming like a plant. He really did. Yeah. Like, so that, that, that's why it took so fucking long because he was wandering the crowd for so long that it made it feel actually real. Yeah, yeah. because he well, was so he far was away, far back. Yeah. Like when Nicholas fucking reached his hand in to get a tag, though, I was like, "Oh, is Nicholas going into work for himself? Like, does he fucking think he can do this?" <laughs> I, it, like, if because I did watch it through Mark's eyes because yeah. it's like it's more it's more fun. Of course. Like, there was a point where, like, Anya was, like, cheering, and I was like, no, not yet. I was like, wait. No, I want to have fun and watch this. I don't want to mm. know what's happening. Uh, especially so, like, considering what we got after after this match. Yeah. Looking back, it should really take in all the fun you can get. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I, um, I was, once I started watching it in that light, I was like, man, it was great. Like, as that, much as it killed the division, it was great. Yeah, and also just, like, it's all worth it just to have that screenshot with the title, like, that title card that says new Raw Tag Team Champions, Braun Strowman and Nicholas. <laughs> I, he can't get hold the belt right. He keeps accidentally covering his own face with it. And like, I know. Um, no, my heart is warm for Nicholas, for sure. Yeah. But I was so blown away. What, that was one of the, the entirety of that match. I was like... Cause also I, it came out later that it was John Cone's son, but at the time I was like, did he kidnap a fucking kid? Like, <laughs> yeah, because he left with him. Yeah, because then they walked in there. I was like, there's parents. He didn't go back to his seat. There's parents somewhere in the, yeah. in the trying to figure out how to get to their child. Like, okay, I guess we just don't have Nicholas anymore. Yeah. <laughs> well, Nicholas, your life is on the road with these carnies. Don't <laughs> <laughs> be like shooting guns because you live with Braun Strowman. Yeah. <laughs> This is my boy. <laughs> he gives me my ammunition. Also, uh, there was a part where Braun was looking in the crowd and Zach yelled, pick Santa. And oh, yeah. Santa was actually Braun's dad. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, that's Braun's dad. Like, who looks just like Braun, but Santa. Did so you Mick see Holy? the picture from... 
Oh, him playing when he base. Was young. Him playing like softball yeah. when he was younger. Yeah, looks exactly like Braun. He is Braun. But in this, he looks like 1970s Braun. <laughs> it's great. He just has like curlier hair. That's yeah, awesome. Santa was Braun's dad. Yeah, that's awesome. No. Uh, oh my the, God, the, Santa and Braun versus John Conan Nicholas. <laughs> no, I want. I want Nicholas and Maxwell to fight. That'd be great. That's what I really imagine. Want. Okay, imagine the fucking pop if next year at the Royal Rumble, Nicholas, number thirty, Nicholas comes out. Oh my <laughs> god! Great. Just a year older, a and year then wiser. He's Braun, been training. For some reason, Braun's in the Rumble. He just picks him up and sets him out of the He's ring. He's like, "It's not time yet." <laughs> that would be great. Um, so before we get into the last match, I just remembered something. One of the best parts of WrestleMania was we did not get a Kid Rock performance. Yeah, he was yeah, a, a legitimately absent from the Hall of Fame like yeah. roundup thing. Was it where because they... he was talking shit? Yeah, I'm gonna guess I'm, so because I'm like so. he just he didn't like appear at all. They didn't even mention him during that segment. No. Like no. maybe they just relinquished it already. Thank God. Well, thank God because that was a horrible. I mean. It was inevitable that Kid Rock was going to go in that celebrity wing, so whatever. But like, I the only good thing out of it is that they like kept us all guessing if it was going to be Biker Taker, and that made the surprise of <laughs> Dead Man Taker better. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Because like, I was pretty convinced it was going to be Biker Taker Dude, because he couldn't so. walk to the ring. Like, so too. which would have been fucking weird in hindsight. Yeah, we'll get Biker Taker when they put in Limp Bizkit. <laughs> Help, which help, I will be yes. fucking pop for. What if he just comes out at that fucking greatest Royal Rumble on a motorcycle? Hell yeah. That's all basically like a fake pay-per-view anyway. Just have fun with it. We'll yeah. see. Might be real. Let's well, see how anyway. canon that fucking show is. Okay. Now it's time for the last match of the night. Ugh. Brock Lesnar against Roman Reigns. Um, um, this the- was the biggest swerve of the night. Also, least swerve that it was a pile of shit match. It was yeah. a bad match. The crowd started chanting, this is awful. awful. They were chanting for CM they, Punk. CM Punk chanted. There it, were about eight beach balls at one point. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Um, this is boring chance. Also, this, this match was only 15 minutes, 16 minutes long. But it, it simultaneously felt like it was four minutes long because they only did three moves. But I thought it but was... But also 45 minutes because yeah. it was so boring. Yeah. It felt like seven hours long. It was, and then bad. The crimson mask. Oh my god, that was bad. So that was terrifying. I don't understand what they were doing. So they like the beginning of the match. It it kicked off with them doing basically the Goldberg, uh, Brock thing, which was a great match last year. Hit your finishes. Go hard. Give everything you got at the beginning. Yeah, it's the like WWE video game mode where you each have like six finishers, finishers at the start of the saved match. Saved up, yeah. And then uh, it what should have been a, a moment that they've been building to for a year, a year which was uh, Roman kicking out of the F5 was so anticlimactic, yeah, barely touched on. Yeah, like. Yeah, because he, every single person that Lesnar has fought this year has lost to one F five. Braun Strowman, like Braun Strowman, one. Samoa Joe, like all these people have lost to one F five. The last person to kick out of F five was Goldberg. Yeah, and then and then Roman kicked out of like six, he kicked like out of five. Sixty nine of them. He co- nice. <laughs> uh, he kicked out of five. It took six of them. Yeah, like it took three to end the Undertaker streak. And, and it took six for Roman. And then, and 
the the match was going horribly. The crowd was exhausted and tired, and they were already, you know, people were already like talking shit on this match f- since last WrestleMania, and like, but for a different reason than what was well, the reason that got, they shit on it this time, and like, it was bad. And that's why I'm wondering if 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 Brock and Roman color was like a impromptu. I think that part was planned, like. Apparently, like, there's some weird shit where, like, it looked like Brock went off script, and uh, there's reports that he and Vince, Vince? got into a yelling match That's backstage where yeah. Lesnar fucking threw the title either at him or the wall. Um, I Which think could also be. I mean, it could be. Kayfabe, the, but it could be, but the one report I read said like, if this was a work, these are the best workers in the world it's like an acting Damn. job of a life acting job of a lifetime I, but my thing with that is i feel like it's weird that they if brock would be mad that he won i don't think it was that okay. i think what that he was getting booed up and down with dana house. white in the front row yeah with dana white sitting right there true. going oh this guy that I want to pay a lot of money maybe isn't worth quite as much money. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, it's also real dumb that Brock would be mad at that because Vince has no control over that. Yeah. So except, I mean, he knew that he was putting him in with like a fucking a, a turd of a a, a storyline with Roman Reigns. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I was I was worried that Brock was just gonna fucking because I was I like every single human being ever thought Roman was gonna win. Yeah. And uh. So I thought Brock was just going to take a shit, like, you know, whatever. I did too, except, like, I I mean, I did to an extent. I also thought that he would try to work a little bit to, like, because, keep his negotiating yeah. power if he ever came back. But, like, I don't understand what fucking happened. And, like, man, he was, like, dropping Roman, like, pretty hard, like, on his he head. Right and, on his head once. And, yeah. like, when he did the thing where he, like, cleared off the table, but then threw Roman through a different table, he yeah. had cleared off that still yeah. had, like, the monitors and shit on it. Like, it seemed, it was that's so what weird. felt like where Brock went off script. It felt to like me. a little bit of a shoot, like, at some points. And, uh, yeah, and then the, the blood was effective, but weird because it, it, it got Roman fired up. And I was like, all right, maybe we got it, like, another five minutes. Three to five minutes in the match. Yeah. Uh, thank, thank fucking God that didn't go longer. Yeah, it was. Been an awesome it was terrifying. Like, and like it, it made his expressions look weirder. Yeah. Like scary. He looked well, okay, scary. But so if you think about the the WrestleMania, fuck, what was the double turn WrestleMania with Austin and thirteen? Red? Thirteen. That the color in that match made it. So it that's did. what I. And that's why I was like, oh, they're going for that. Like they were, they're gonna get Roman all bloody. Mm. People are going to be like, okay, all right. He gets all fired up. I don't know. Does a fucking lame ass Superman punch and then a spear, which he did do twice, uh, which Brock kicked out of landed another F five on him, pinned him for the three count made no sense. There's just a lot of blood for no, no payoff. Yeah. And like, it was way too much blood. Like that cut was bad. Like, yeah, yeah. I fucking hate that. Like the hard way, like color that like Brock does now. Like when he did it to Randy Orton at SummerSlam, like a year and a half ago, and it literally squirted out of Randy's yeah. head. Like I, was, that was bad. Like, and also it concussed the fuck out of Randy. Cause you yeah. elbow someone in the face. Yeah. He yeah. was just elbowing him, elbowing 
Roman on the top of the head. And, like, they covered it pretty well on Raw, but, like, it, his cut looked bad. And then he, like, was so fucking pale when they yeah. showed him walking back. Oh, my God, yeah. That oh, was... That walk of shame, too. Yeah, like, oh. how pale he was. And he had just gone up and, like, hugged his dad. Probably told his dad, I'm okay. Because yeah. last time that, like, they swerved, like, the ending of Mania, like, his dad, who is a, like, legitimate, very scary, tough... Samoan wrestler oh. that you don't want to fucking mess with or anyone in that family you don't want to mess with like apparently went backstage and tried to like shoot on Vince McMahon like Damn. last time because he was so pissed about it so Damn. I think that was Roman going like hey I'm okay leave my boss didn't, alone he didn't he didn't look okay <laughs> no he yeah. didn't and then dude so yeah he was pale as fuck he was walking out of the arena met to booze and like people like or people's not even reacting at all it wasn't reacting at all like it that's been their whole like line of Roman like why they haven't turned him heel is like he's getting reactions that didn't get a reaction no yeah he at first like Lesnar got a pop for like winning because people were surprised and there's like all those mainstream like fans at Mania. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, like, I'm sure a lot of people fucking betting money on WrestleMania made some cheddar if they fucking yeah. bet on Roman oh and God. Brock. The yeah. the betting odds were still like so heavily in Roman's Roman favor. Yeah, and it just wasn't good. Like and then yeah. like there's a weird thing where like where celebration like pyro went off after both of them had gotten backstage i guess yeah and like huh. wrestlemania went off the air and then they still set off like the typical roman winning like fireworks shit but it's oh, like weird. after the broadcast was over like that's so weird it's really fucking weird and i don't yeah. fucking get it well and it didn't work because we'll we'll get to raw right now yeah, it, should, yeah. Go through this stuff. Yeah, no, we'll, it'll be quick. Yeah, we'll talk we'll about, about the big stuff. But Raw, like he got booed more than normal. Oh, he like, did, man. And he looked for real sad. He really did. Like it, no sympathy. And like, it's weird that like maybe I'm an exception, but I feel like I'm a little bit more of like a smarky esque fan. But I like Roman. Like, I mean, I like him more, but it's like I like. I like Joe Anawaii more. I don't yeah. like Roman Reigns more. Yeah, maybe because I am so sick of Brock. Maybe that's why I like Roman. It's oh, yeah. like, if they're going to do it, just do it. And they didn't do it. Yeah. That's, are they going to wait again and do this next year? Because I, fuck that. Honestly, I I think they're going to do it. I think they're going to do it at that weird fucking I, pay-per-view. They might. I, I, I don't remember that if that'll do it. I think they will do it at the pay-per-view right after Brock Lesnar holds that title for one day longer than CM Punk held the WWE championship. Fuck. Uh, That's what they're doing. So they're breaking CM Punk's modern day no, title reign. Not yeah. my baby. Not well, my boy Punk. So Brock resigned, right? They negotiated in some way, yeah. Like and that that's official they actually announced that. Like that's not even rumors. So but. he's going to be around for I mean, I don't know what what deal he got, but probably a year. That's, I think it was a six-month deal. In some capacity, he resigned. It could be, yeah. like, yeah. I, I think it's probably a shorter term. Like, I, I think it's shorter term with, like, options for longer. And, like, all the reports are, like, he can appear in UFC during this oh. this contract. Like, that was a big deal. Like, so I think it's probably, like, a year or even maybe two years, but with, like, a lot of flexibility on dates. And, like, yeah. it's just basically, like, he's under retainer. Like, I just, like, because... I mean, do you think they're going to keep the universal title on him? Not for a year. He, yeah. I, I think they will. He will lose it. He'll probably lose the pay per view after he breaks that record. Yeah. God. I yeah. mean, but then what? I mean, then the, I 
the, I see zero purpose of him on on Raw or SmackDown if he's not holding that title. I mean, now that Samoa Joe's back, I mean, maybe he'll do something with him. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll see. Like, I mean, when he didn't have the title before, he basically just came for big matches, like that Randy Orton match and, like, the Goldberg match and stuff. Like, And that was more interesting. I still fucking hate yeah. him and want him to just, like, explode. Yeah. Is but. it true that, that Paul Heyman optioned to maybe give the Heyman treatment to Roman? Like, he, that he was expressed interest in, in working He with has Roman? expressed interest in that before. Also, he does interviews in character. That's, yeah. Where he's a snivelly little guy, like, leaving all his options open. It's true. So if someone asked him that question, he'd be like... Yeah, I heard... I was listening to some podcast, and they were like, they interviewed... They got to interview Paul Heyman. Oh, yeah, it was uh, Lindsay Kelk on Tights and Fights. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so she was talking about, like, how the whole interview, he was Paul Heyman. It was yeah. Paul Heyman. But then right after, he shook her hand, was a gentleman, and, like... Like was just super nice and polite mm, and great. She, she was working for Glamour magazine at WrestleMania a few years ago, which was like a kind of a like she was a yeah. definite outsider in that role. Yeah. Like she's a huge wrestling fan, but she and, was like he was just saying, like, I really wish we got more like women's interest magazines like coming and doing this stuff and like I really want to reach that audience. Like, thank you for doing this. Like, but the whole time he in the interview he was in character saying like how Paul Heyman should be the first man on the cover of Glamour magazine and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's what he was doing. So. Yeah. Huh. Well, let's get into some quick hits. Yeah. Uh, we should cover like all the like like yeah, stuff that's, next that's, week because we have the shakeup next yeah. week. But we should hit some stuff. Let's okay. talk about the call-ups, essentially. Yeah. Call-ups and returns. Smojo came back. Mm-hmm. After being announced in, the, <laughs> in a match. At, at Greatest Royal Rumble in an icy ladder match. That whole fucking show is like cannon breaking, and I, I I'm just like I'm so bro- fascinated by what's going I'm on. I'm so with it. fascinated. Fascinated is the word. I am because Miz curious. said I'm not invoking my rematch clause until Backlash, which is after that show. But in like a segment later, they had a commercial saying I see ladder match <laughs> featuring the Miz, Finn Balor, Seth Rollins, and Samoa Joe, who hadn't returned yet and appeared on the next segment. <laughs> yes. Yeah, what? Yeah, it was dumb. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, Ember Moon got called up. Yeah. Hell yeah. By Nia Jax. It was awesome. Hell yeah. It was great. She pinned Alexa after yeah. an eclipse. Yeah. No Way Jose got called up because there's nothing else for him to do on NXT so they can jump him out on Raw. Remember Elias? Same story. Oh. Okay. I don't think it'll necessarily be the same for No, for no Way Jose, but Elias... I did fucking nothing in NXT. My guess, yeah. if I had to wager, I guess, is you got to get No Way Jose in a tag team, and you got to do it fast. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. there's, no, there's nowhere else. I don't know. He's not going to be in the IC title picture. Yeah. Oh, a no, jobber no, no, fought no. a jobber. Yeah. <laughs> but he got a, he did get a jobber match, and he squashed the hell out of him. So yeah. He did, and he was fun as fuck. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I loved his entrance. Yeah. I loved yeah. I was fucking. In five yeah. years, we like will go. Lines. In five years, we'll like What's see up? some like screenshots of people from his conga line that? and be like, "Oh, that wrestler who's on the roster now." Yeah. Because like five years ago, Braun Strowman was a rosebud yeah. for Adam Rose. So. Wow. What's up with you in conga lines? I was just joking. It's me being a heel. Yeah. Mm. Um, Jeff Hardy helped Seth Rollins and Finn Balor beat the Mistarage. Yeah, that was that sick. Was cool. That was cool. Also, he had matching. Like shoulder or uh, arm things to Finn's rainbow yeah, stuff. Yeah, the rainbow stuff. Going I didn't on. understand if they were matching or if he was just being while while the. Night. I think I it was intentional that he used colors like that. He's worn the stuff like that before, but I think it was in, he chose it yeah. intentionally. Yeah, I mean, it was very. 
Also, he had a great backstage little little talk with Bray and Matt. Really I I, I think sound cut out on it, my stream. So oh yeah, yikes! Yeah, yeah uh, we should talk about it more in depth next week. Next yeah, it was, it was cool. It was good. Um, Paige announced her in ring retirement. Legitimately made me cry. Emotional Such fun. a good speech mm-hmm. when she um, thanked Daniel Bryan and 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 Edge and, for being there yeah. to like talk her through that yeah. process. And, then and she, fucking swerved us all too because yeah. she said like I've got to go find what I'm doing now. Yeah, yeah she's like I got to go find my thing now. We'll talk about that in a second. Um, Bobby Lashley attacked Elias. I was I was real stoked. I was I, don't, I have no idea who he. He is. was a garbage in the ring in WWE originally. Worse on the on the mic. Yeah, but then he went to TNA and fucking figured his shit out. He's a legitimate. MMA fighter as well as wrestler like he was doing the same them at the same time as soon as he returned I was thinking like maybe you have fucking Bobby Lashley come take out Brock Lesnar I don't think Brock Lesnar would let a guy that fights in Bellator beat him in professional wrestling yeah if he's gonna go back to the UFC which is a bigger MMA promotion but he could fill that that slot when when Brock's gone because that's what he did the first time but it was garbage back then so he is a big boy he's a big big boy boy. and held Elias up for like a million years I was like (laughs) yeah I was like that blood rushing to that guy's head right now um the authors of pain uh got called up and then said goodbye to paul good good paul ellering good for paul he's gonna go live in his retirement community in florida yeah i was a paul ellering has put in the hours um kill heath slater and rhino maybe no they're dead they did they They absolutely killed them (laughs) um and then kevin and owens and same as they tried to get a job but kurt said there's no room Put it on a fucking amazing match. Mm-hmm. That was yeah. such a good fucking match. Yeah, and I I love those boys. Yeah, the, and the fact that neither of them won was mm-hmm. great. Yeah, it came down to like a double count out count. Also, Kurt Angle said the words TNA on Raw. Yeah, that was, that was wild. Like I hear TNA's hiring. Also, I feel kind of shitty for TNA talent because a bunch of them tweeted basically like, "Oh, thanks for bearing us, Kurt. Like you were employed here for ten years. Yeah. Like we gave you a job when you were a fucking addict. But you know, great. Yeah. All right, let's go SmackDown. Paige is now the general manager of SmackDown Live. Sick as hell. hell. Yes. Came, came in as emotionally strong as she went out on Raw yeah. before. Tight as hell. Yeah. Um, I love seeing her, like, after watching that dumbass promo so many times for the movie, it's like, do I like Paige anymore? <laughs> and then after her retirement speech and then this, like, she is so fucking good. Uh, I'm glad she has a job. I am so ready for her to be the general manager. Like, yeah. And this is the first non- McMahon female general manager, right? No, Vicky Guerrero. Oh, that's right. That's right. Vicky Guerrero was on there. I, uh, as far as like, I don't know if there's ever been a general manager like this before, though, where she is so on the pulse of like social media. I cannot and, think of one. Like, yeah, like, yeah. I'm excited to see what she does with the role. I think she'll be great mm-hmm. at it. Yeah. Um, and being on the same show as Daniel Bryan, I think is just perfect. Like have that support system, mm, like of yeah. someone who like went through the same thing. Yeah. Like I'm a little worried Daniel Bryan's gonna get called up to Raw with the shakeup, though. I don't. I I could see them doing they're that. Building but a story with so many storylines going on. Or in Shinsuke. Yeah, and just because on SmackDown. SmackDown really is where all of 
it just makes sense for him to be there. But I could see them being like, we'll put him on the fucking A show. Also, yeah. I don't think they want him anywhere near Roman because right. he's so fucking over. That would like, put yeah. Roman in the dirt. Same as AJ. They like now that AJ still has a title, there's no chance they move him to Raw because no they don't want him anywhere close to Roman while they're no trying chance. to get Roman over. Yeah. Um, and this, I think, is the last thing. Um, the iconic duo showed up. The iconics, iconics. as they yeah. are now branded. The iconics, two oh. eyes. Comics. Oh, um, they beat the shit out of Charlotte. Mm-hmm. I, it was great. It, it like showcased great. their like how hilarious they are. Like they are legitimately hilarious on the mic. They're great together. Yeah, they're, they're so funny, and they're very good workers too. Like they're not like the best workers, but they're very very solid, and they're yeah. both very funny. I was noticing that. So I I don't I watched them a bit on. Uh, NXT mostly Peyton Royce because I I only have ever really watched Billy Kay wrestle. She doesn't get she like didn't get the same spotlight as Peyton Royce. She wasn't as over because yeah it seemed like Peyton Royce was getting the bigger pops out there. I mean they were both together getting the right reactions, mm-hmm. but like uh, when they were beating up Charlotte in the ring, it's like Peyton Royce. Billy Kay got like the last one in with like the last big shot in. She got that huge boot, which was like I was glad she did instead of Peyton's. Yeah. Peyton's more over already. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah, that was it for the call ups. Mm-hmm. I think and the returns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for now, like we have the superstar shakeup next week, and Michael Cole made a very specific point of saying this is this isn't even the superstar shakeup yet. When Noe Jose came out, oh okay. So he's like, who knows what we'll see next week? So they're like leaving the chance open that call ups can still happen through the shakeup as well. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what would happen, but God, I'm putting it out there. I want fucking Cashisono on that goddamn main roster. I really fucking want Cashisono on there. Um, I th- like we should talk more in depth about it next week but we yeah. should absolutely mention the fact that Carmella fucking cashed in her money in the bank successfully, briefcase successfully. she oh. is now the Smackdown Women's Champion yeah. I, f- I thought I said that I guess not no, like after the the iconic duo yeah beat up Charlotte and it was so good because like she's held the case longer than anyone ever and then the fuck the fact that like the ref couldn't fucking like Mike, figure out <laughs> Mike Kyoto no. was giving me a fucking pe- no. anxiety I was Same. mad I was like do your goddamn job you've been you work for this company you know what this is he is the senior referee of Smackdown you yeah. know what this is <laughs> old Mike Chiotos yeah Mike Chiotos <laughs> I, yeah I, was so I loved it because she got to do that scream and like and him saying like really you, so you want to you want to cash in Wait, yeah, I was like, so Mike, now? cash it the fuck in. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, it, it legitimately, like, had me, like, it worked me into thinking, like, maybe she'll not, this uh, won't work. Charlotte be- started standing up. I was yeah, because, like, oh, no. like, Charlotte has to stand up for the match to begin. But right. then, like, the fact that, like, I was like, maybe she'll get to recover enough. But then she's still just one big boot and pinned She her. ate the boot and, and took the pin. Uh, it was cool. And then, yeah, Carmella trying to cut that, like, emotional promo. Oh yeah, that was really good. Like I did this all on my own. I won the money money in the bank match all on my own. Like all that shit. We should definitely talk about it more with Isai next week. Yeah, but for sure, that was that was real sick. Yeah, um, it was also just cool to see like her dad was a career jobber, like in local enhancement guy, like that never ever got a push. So like just see, you know, come from that. Like yeah, that is cool. That was a cool little story about it. Yeah, um, but. Yeah, we're gonna. Oh, and sorry, just to, to think about it too, because she came up to the ro- in the main roster with Enzo and Big Cass, right? Yeah, she did, mm-hmm. and, then... and she's flourishing mm-hmm. in what was must have just been a, a 
man you know like a role that was not meant to be yeah. actually i don't know she didn't come up with them she actually came up separate she she, oh, she, she was later because they came up after mania two years ago and then she came up in the the draft mm. and to a different show gotcha but like still she was with them in nxt and then yeah. like never had a push in nxt like and it's taken yeah. this long to get anything real going yeah so like sick excited for her yeah no i i'm excited to see what happens even if it she loses she it next loses week real quick <laughs> yeah um but yeah i think that's gonna do it for us thank you for listening um you can follow me on the internet at Oster coaster on twitter at blue on instagram um if you live in denver or colorado springs colorado i'm gonna be there for five days gonna check so out focus on the family let's I'm gonna go see some adventures in odyssey life dude, maybe i'll fucking <laughs> go get some wits end merch burn it don't down. just yeah Dan. please Dan. burn it down before Dan. giving them money i did not i did not threaten anybody this is a comedy podcast <laughs> kind of you threatened john avery whitaker <laughs> No, James Dobson. He's probably gone already. No one knows who you're talking about. We're talking about Christian stuff. Don't worry about about Jesus stuff. Um, But yeah, I'm um, the only one who doesn't know what you guys are talking about. Yeah, hit me up. Let's let's party in Colorado because I got five days off of work and I'm ready to go. I'm gonna wait until you're back now to release this episode. Okay, that's fine. (laughs) Just kidding. Um, yeah, go, Matt. I'm on the internet. Uh, at Matt underscore on underscore drums on Instagram. Uh, nice. I have another page on Instagram called Wrestle Drums. It's the sickest. Thanks, dude. It's, it. a, it's a fun drum cover project. It's good times. And check out my dog Zeno Pupperino on Instagram. He's killing it. And uh, Katie came into the podcast oh, halfway yeah. through. Hi, Katie. Did a run in. Did a run in. And you're on the internet. Hi, yes, thanks for letting me crash this podcast. Um, I'm on the internet at KT Macbeth. Pretty easy. Twitter, Instagram, all the good stuff. Nice. Smash that follow. (laughs) Smash that follow button. Yeah. I'm the bunny. Oofa doofa. Yeah, you can follow me at Kfabe Dad on Twitter, at My Chemical Dad Pants on Instagram. Great name. Oh, I thought you were going to miss that one. Nope. Thank you. I'm proud of the name. I really should just have one name. That'd make this so much easier. Uh, you can follow us at WrestleBoysCast on Twitter and at GenuineWrestleBoys on Instagram. Um, uh, audible just trial. do Genuine Wrestle Boys on both, but Twitter, it's one character too long for Twitter. We got shorts. Yeah, go to bit.ly forward slash WrestleBoys merch, all lowercase, and it'll take you to our What a Maneuver store. Yeah. All kinds of merch. I'm wearing one right now. I don't even give a fuck. They're super soft. It's a good shirt. And I'll say this. I washed it, and I forgot to hang dry it, and I was scared. I put it through the dryer. Fits fantastic. Oh, fuck yeah. Didn't shrink. It was good. I got a big, long torso, and so, like, they become, like, crop tops if I I, I dry stuff, but that's really nice. Totally. I can't rock that look, and this shirt held up fucking nice. Hell yeah. Um, Yeah, and... We're doing a we're doing a little giveaway for yeah. for for reviews. So there's no pending, there's no deadline right now. It's just like when people actually do it. So <laughs> yeah. go leave us a review on Apple Podcasts yeah. and let us know about it. And let us well, know your actual name because some people are saying some really nice. Doctor Blurg, I think, was the person's name. Who are you? Who's Idaho Girls? All these people. Yeah, you gotta let us know. Hit us up. You guys. Idaho Girls, my weird friend from work, who uh, decided she's like sick in her sixties. Oh, sick. Well, yeah. thanks. She, I told her she can't listen to it. She loves the Lord too much. <laughs> I don't want her to hear me swear. Well, she would be stoked <laughs> on us fucking talking about John Avery Whitaker, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah, and go to WrestleBoysCast.com. 
Um, audibletrial.com slash wrestleboyscast. All those things. Um, yeah. So thank you for listening. Eastside's at Duck Shirt. Eastside's at Duck Shirt. Uh, follow him to the Verizon store on Broadway next to Pita Pit. Bring That's him a Pita Pit and he'll probably give you a high five or something. He'll probably give you a free cell phone. <laughs> no, don't, <laughs> don't put that. Yep. Also, I asked him a very important question. Apple released a red iPhone and I want to know if it comes pre-loaded with all the U2 songs or I'm not buying it. Um, <laughs> all of them would be a lot. Like you got a lot of B-sides. Yeah, no, every B-side. Every live cut. Gonna go buy those Every B-sides from Every video on YouTube. <laughs> oh, okay. That'd be sick. Seems I want to cool. be just like Scott and Scott. Seems like a lot of gigabytes no, I don't. used up. But... <clears throat> okay, sorry. Thank you for listening. Happy Rusev Day, everybody. And Russell Boys 316 says, Our podcast groupie's a thing. Shout out, Phoebe Bridgers. <laughs> Much less say it. But we're relinquishing the raw tag titles. Nicholas has a scheduling conflict. I mean, he's still in the fourth grade. But I can promise you one thing as soon as he's done with school, we're coming back for those. <laughs> <laughs>